Welcome back to Light the Sky. Tonight, we have gone two years ahead uh, from the Boston debut album, going track by track, album by album, as we continue through some of the greatest discographies that have ever been created. Boston being one of the greats, obviously, with the debut album uh, being just a smash hit. How do you follow this one up? Released two years later, uh, too soon, or would have an extra year, two, or ten uh, to Tom Scholz's uh, 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 perfection. Is um, would that have helped this become better? Let's see what we think tonight because we got four of us live tonight, as always. Uh, a show of opinions and the opinions presented by Alex, Chris, Kevin, and myself. This is going to be a good one because I think there's going to be some comparisons, there's going to be some uh, 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 fireworks. I know that this is a favorite album from one of us on the show, and it just so happens to be uh, the claim of the person who is going first tonight. Alex, tell us your story on the 1978 album, Don't Look Back. Yeah, sure. So uh, the story behind this record was, oh man, it had to be maybe in high school or early college, I want to say. So I don't know what year that would have been. Let's just say, just say like 2011. I'll, I'll just pick that year. I think that sounds about right. Um, my dad is a huge baseball card. I mean, he's a huge baseball fan in general. Like he has like an insane classic baseball collection, even like all the way back since he was a kid. So I ended up going up into the attic and I wanted him to bring down his little like notebook with all the cards in it. So I could see, you know what he had and he can show me all his old rare cards. And as I was digging through there, I saw these boxes, these like crates full of vinyl records and I was not really familiar with vinyl records. Like I knew what they were, but I like they were just like a novelty to me. I was all into CDs and digital downloading and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we had a record player, so I'm like, well, let me bring these down too and see what he's got. And I'm going through the records, and him and I like stay up late, like on a Friday night, listening to stuff. And I pull this record out, and I was just like in awe of the cover, like just that blue. <laughs> Just like, honestly, honestly, it was the cover that like sucked me in. And I think I, I already had known the song Don't Look Back, as I mentioned on the first episode that my introduction to the band was uh, my dad getting the greatest hits record. Um, so I was such a huge fan of that song. I think I even remember learning it on guitar, that opening riff, uh, maybe even feeling satisfied. I think I might have been uh, familiar with as well, but... I didn't really know the deep cuts like the It's Easy or the Used to Bad News or the Journey, like the other songs on the record. So it's just like my first vinyl experience is like picking up this record in the blue and opening the gatefold and looking at the back and like listening to it uh, like on the big stereo. And I'm like, I was just hooked. And it, it became like my favorite Boston album right then and there. I, I don't know if it was just the cover or just it hit me at like a right time. But it's my favorite. Uh, it has uh, probably my favorite Boston song on it. I like that it's almost like more of the underdog record. Uh, I like that it's only like 34 minutes. I mean, as like music trends have gone over the years, almost like shorter seems to be better these days. And I think like in a way it kind of stands the test of time and almost like works better now maybe than it did back then with like the trends of having shorter records. I mean, I know the band has talked about like, oh, well, maybe it's too short. We weren't we weren't necessarily ready to put it out. We would have, you know, liked to put another song or two on it or whatever. But 
I love it. I, I love the tones. I think the background vocals and the hooks just to me are a little bit more infectious. I mean, yes, I realize it doesn't have as many big radio hits as the first record, but it's more just, I think when I found the record and more of just like a personal love for it. Um, it's, it's hard to say. I, I don't know if it's necessarily better from like a stats or a, you know, chart uh, An empirical perspective. Yeah, right. But it, it it's more for me. And I mean, I, again, there's there's not a whole lot that I would really get rid of. Again, it would just be something that I have to do as part of the game, um, you know, because we got to love and flush and terminate uh, a song So uh, or the album. So, yeah, this is my favorite. I'm going to go 9 out of 10 on this oh. one. <laughs> Don't look back. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, that's higher, isn't that? No, you gave it a nine point five. The original. So you're you're this one's coming up behind the original for you. Yeah, I mean, I I I can understand people saying, well, it's not as good. So like, I I, I get that, but I don't care. It, it I like it better <laughs> for my own personal standpoint. So I'll I'll give it a like. That's why I say I'll give it a a little bit lower of a rating than the first record, just because it, it that seems obvious to me. But yeah, uh, and. I would like to think that now more than ever, when people discover music, they can discover music in any order. And if this was the debut album for you, that's what it's going to be. That's how it's always going to be. You can't rewrite that timeline and uh, put the second or the first album in front of that uh, in terms of how you observe and, and experience Boston. So yeah, people- and, and, and yeah, and another thing I, I could say too, where I think maybe like a general listener who would go to this record you would say, okay, well, Don't Look Back is like the one song I know off that record. That's the hit. And then everything else maybe you could say is just kind of like album deep cut tracks. And whereas the first record, like every single song was kind of like a radio hit. Um, But I personally like that. Uh, Like I wouldn't even say it's filler. Like, yeah, maybe you could say like Don't Look Back is up here and everything else is just kind of below it but i think it flows really well um yeah you got the instrumental track on there but like i'm just so used to hearing it fade into like the next song where it's just like i love the way it was written and paced there's maybe one song kind of like the first record where there's maybe one song where i don't like as much as the other ones but um yeah i mean if this if this album was rushed i I think it's a pretty good effort (laughs) for, for just chucking it out there so Chris, what are your thoughts? Um, probably not that strong. Yeah, this is one that was uh, initially I was I enjoyed it uh, and began to enjoy it even more as I was listening. Uh, I probably listened to the album probably half, I don't know half a dozen times. Yeah, over uh, the course of starting it and or starting the uh, the preparation and uh, yeah, Alex yeah, has a lot of good points. Uh, yeah, there is I, I think it is. Probably you could say is one of the most definitive underrated albums, um, and I do kind of agree with what he said as far as there's this is a very good kind of deep cut record. Uh, like I mean, these are kind of I mean, typically when you talk about like B, if you want to call it like a great B sides type record, yeah, typically B sides aren't as good, but here I think they're pretty strong, uh, and a lot of them grew on me initially. Where I was kind of like I don't know, but after, again after appreciating the structure uh of each song a little bit more i kind of said you know what yeah this is yeah this is actually kind of grabbing me maybe not as much as the debut uh but yeah there is a lot to appreciate here um yeah i will say though yeah i mean 
it it doesn't quite have the lightning in a bottle feel that the debut had. Uh, where you do have the bottle here, but do we have the lightning? I wouldn't say that. Um, I, I, mean, <laughs> I like that. We got the bottle. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What's, what's something, again, going, because this, this is a very fun record, very still very enjoyable, so we'll say, I don't know, maybe we got the bottle with uh, Dr. Pepper and Mentos. You still get the reaction. You're still like, wah, but is it, the, is, is it the visceral, does it have the visceralness or whatever of what came before it? I don't know necessarily. Um... Like I said, I did enjoy it the more I listened to it, uh, but it never quite reached that, uh, uh, I guess, that uh, that lightning feeling uh, that you get with the first album. Um, so as far as where I, yeah, where do I sit, um, I did kind of, I was kind of below a seven before, but I don't think I'm going to go that low, because again, I did, uh, even today, listening to it while I was out, I really kind of dug into it. I'm like, okay, yeah, there was maybe there was something initially that didn't grab me, but yeah, but now they're, yeah, now it's the key unlocked the whatever you want to call it in my musical, uh, in my musical heart. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna go with a seven out of ten, and yeah, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Um, and and this is back to Alex's point, but he mentioned his favorite Boston song appearing on this album. I think Kevin also said that before. I'm curious if these songs align in addition to what might be mine as well. Uh, and no, I just okay. have to throw that out to Chris. Do you have a life playlist song on this album? Are we going to get to one? Um, probably not. Okay. He's, there, he might be the odd man out there, on there, that there, yeah, yeah, there's, uh, like, again, there were some where it's like, okay, yeah, I can see, like, initially I was kind of on the fence, and then I kind of, for whatever reason, it just started to flow a little bit more as I listened to it. Yeah, this wasn't an initial... Like, but again, I mean, the first record for me, that was the record that I heard first. I mean, it's just, and again, probably however many with the 20 million plus people that bought it. Yeah, since, yeah, since it came out. I mean, it's, yeah, so this one, I mean, there were just like the hits were pretty much all I was familiar with with this record, which are classics. I mean, well, they're probably just as deep as what came before it. Um, but uh, like the other like six, five or six songs were kind of, yeah, were, were, yeah, and it's not, not, material that I was necessarily sure Kevin you got a life playlist song on this one I absolutely do um this is one of those songs that's a or not a song but a uh, album I should say that's tough to rate and it's been a stocks on the rise album for me for the past couple of years uh number one for being Alex just talking it up so much <laughs> And number two is the fact that I'm so familiar with the debut. When you want more Boston, you have to turn someplace. And this is kind of the album that you turn to. The issues with this album, um, or let me give you some pros, I guess. I'll give you some pros. The good, the bad, the ugly. Yes, exactly. The good. I start with the good. You still have a lot of the same hooks. You still have a lot of the same performances. Um, the production is good. It hasn't fallen off the cliff as it might in uh, uh, future albums. Not, not for sure yet. We haven't gotten there, but we'll see. Um, and I think that there are some moments of depth on this album um, that are excellent. The cons, uh, I think the let's say like, we'll go to the bad here. The the depth doesn't last as long as you'd think. For album, especially for album two, you're expecting 
The depth, let's just say, falls off a little bit on the B side mm-hmm. <laughs> with, with, with a couple of these songs. Doesn't it always? <laughs> yes. Um, not to say that they're bad songs, but uh, yeah, some of the things we were kind of laughing at in the first album maybe appear here. I think the production, while good, isn't as warm as album one. Um, so that is it's missing of, the lightning. Part of the da- <laughs> part of the downside. So it's good, but it starts the trend of being bright and tinny, just mm-hmm. ever so so much. Not not terrible, but ever so much. And then if we're gonna go to the ugly, I would have to say that I don't think the album is too short, but. You wish they I don't know. Like 30, 35 another, minutes yeah. is like, I, I love between 35 minutes and 45 minutes, but I think the whole claim of being rushed, maybe it's overblown, maybe it's not. Because he had forever to hone the first album songs, right? And then it's yeah. time to write your second album. Like, yeah. oh my God, I, I wrote the first album in a decade. How am I supposed to write the second album? But you're yeah. a 70s artist. You're expected to write an album a year. Every nine months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, so, and the thing is, is they had some songs that they were playing live that were never like released in studio form. Like there's a song called... I didn't know that. Yeah, what was it called? Shattered Images. Um, and I think there was a couple other songs that they were playing like on that first tour that didn't make the first record. So like, why did those not make it? Right. Exactly. No. Like they had them. Yeah. So that that's a good point. So I don't know if I'd call that the ugly, but it is kind of the ugly side of this record. Where maybe give it one more radio hit, like one more bona fide radio hit, and this album turns into. A juggernaut. Maybe yeah. not as big as album two, mm-hmm. but definitely you're not comparing it with Use Your Illusion. You know, that that same kind more of... More of a Van Halen two. Yeah, it yeah, becomes the, like, oh, more can you Van believe Halen these one. songs? You know, wow, they were able to do this yeah. two in a row. Whether, mm-hmm. unfortunately, this album kind of is known for Don't Look Back and Not Much Else. Um, you could almost title that the album for some people. I think I've come to appreciate it, but... If you had one more radio hit on here, even like a three-minuter, mm-hmm. then you'd be like, man, Boston 1, Boston 2, yeah. where are they? Like, this band is out of this world. And so that's probably the ugly side of it. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. the what could have been. So mm-hmm. that being said, I have a huge appreciation for this album. Love the gatefold the artwork it means a lot to me it just it's getting it I in your hands back. more for your money i love the yes. back yeah. cover too the back like the, the, i know complete the silver yeah and yeah the clear it, crystals. It, there's something about finding this album in the record store and you're just like man i gotta get this uh so this is gonna be an eight out of ten for me a, a noticeable step down from the debut but you need more boston turn here there's something for you here and and contains one of my favorite Boston songs, probably my favorite Boston song of all time, with a good story behind it. I've I like, heard. I like that Mark compared it to Van Halen too. I mean, maybe that's mm-hmm. like obvious as it's the second record, but like but I can actually that makes sense to me. Like if you were, if you were trying to maybe get like a Van Halen fan into Boston, like and maybe like they love like a little bit more of the deep cut record, where like the first record's so overplayed on the radio, and it's like, do I need to? you know, hear peace of mind and more than a feeling again now, but then you go to the second record and there's like 
it's like oh, you're you almost forget about some of these songs mm-hmm. and it's like man there's so much good stuff here that's like not overplayed that you just every time you hear it you find something else so yeah i will, I will say yeah the uh um the the deep cuts on here are a little bit uh, they they do have a little bit of strength to them compared to what i know you guys had some complaints like on a little bit on side two of the of the first album where i think here yeah i don't know yeah they just yeah for yeah for yeah. Here's what a producer will do, yeah. and I don't profess to know what a yeah. a uh, the working dynamic of this, but I can guess based on all yeah. the lawsuits and nonsense that went on with this band that prevented them from putting out music um, is that you know a, a producer will demand you know fifteen give me your, give me twenty ideas I want to hear your twenty best songs and yeah. then we'll get to fifteen and then we'll get to seventeen and then we'll get to 12 and cut you know maybe there's a J- japanese bonus track in there and then what was we'll that about 10. the what was that about the bad album where they wrote like 40 songs yeah bad like yeah <laughs> ended up How with five that? number ones you can't complain and there's a yeah. guy in a position who had no like reason to do that he could have just said oh, i'm gonna make you know i'm gonna take time off and uh the, that's the kind of thing that you get with this it just that seems to be a symptom of a problem that i don't necessarily know that i see but it is pretty obvious that it uh tends to you know fall a little short in that category so for my thoughts on this one, um, I mean, people have said it, uh, you're treading water, but you're treading water at light speed um, with this album. You know, that that tends to be a consensus that it's more Boston, but is it, you know, was it, you, did you want more? Or did you want some kind of evolution? Yeah. I think that there's something to be said of having at least a little bit of evolution. If you're going to take two years, yeah. you might want to introduce yeah. something a little bit more that you didn't necessarily get here. Right. I mean, look, when you go from being virtually unknown to headlining Madison Square Garden, there's going to be, you know, it's going to be a whirlwind. And the way I would put it is, you know, the urges have all been excised. You, you, you did what you set out to do. So what's next? And when you strip away that 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 pomposity uh, from the first album, what do you have? You really have something that's you know it's pretty paper thin, to be honest. Um, like lyrically, there's really not a whole lot of depth. If you get tired of the sound and the production, you know the 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 musicality of it is not crazy. It's not super progressive or interesting mm-hmm. for, as, as far as a musicianship standpoint. Um, so like it t- like hey, maybe like the secret of my success like it's fun but it's, it's a little paper thin yeah sure. to be honest the, the <laughs> burbs like I love the burbs it's a good movie but it's it's a bit thin and that's where it's starting to wear out like it's getting a little too thin where you know it, it start you're starting to feel the 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 brake pads on the on the rotors like it's starting to grind a little bit at yeah. points you're getting down a little too low <laughs> and we're only um, in album it, two <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and we're in album two unfortunately yeah. and you got to keep up that momentum. Um, and I, I, I kept that, I, I saw this comment somewhere. I don't remember. I can't, I don't know who I can credit to. Um, I've just been YouTube or something, but, um, this is, uh, a, a rare negative comment on this album because people really love it, but I think it's a little closer to where I am with this. Maybe not this far. Six words, the same thing, except it sucks. Yeah. And I don't I, know if I go that yeah. far. No, but I, I, there's I a most, few moments yeah, on this record yeah, where I, it's the same thing. Yeah, I but think most sucks. people agree that <laughs> it's, it's just like, not, it's not there. It's just it, not, 
as, as, and, and maybe if you experienced like from Alex's perspective, like this was the first. And so, you know, he hears smoke and it's like, okay, I've, I've heard this before. And I, I, I don't, don't look back. And I prefer it just because I experienced this first where for me, it's, it's a little bit more of the, you know, I heard this and it was better the first time and you didn't bring anything new the second time and that's starting to wear thin not that there aren't good moments on this record and i have uh you know a big complaint that might surprise people uh based on the fandom i don't know this might be a, a little a turn into a, a fiery show because i am going <laughs> oh i don't know should i just do it i guess i'll go 5.5 on this wow. one van halen 2 it is not Whoa. yeah I, I gotta disagree about that i think they brought some Death. No, I, I, it's funny when I started, I started at a 6.5 actually, because again, it's very enjoyable, but I think a lot of people do agree that it is like, like more like, okay, we did this on the first album and gotten, okay, we're just going to do that again. But it feels, again, it's missing that, yeah, it's missing that muscle. And I, I will admit there were times where, yeah, listening, uh, and again, you heard a little bit about this on the first record too, but I didn't, it did, I didn't really care as much because I love those songs so much. Uh, but here where you hear like these melodic lines that feels like you've heard them many times before, but it feels like they're just dressed up a little different to try to trick your brain. But it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like I've heard that. And, like, <laughs> like I feel yeah. they manipulated into yeah. it. Like there's a program that is running and I'm falling for it. Here, yeah. here Now here's a question for you guys. Like I know yeah. like we, we have to rank these as in like the order they came out and that like absolutely affects the score. But I'm just curious, what if these albums were flipped? This record came out first, and the self-titled record or self-titled came out. That would be second. interesting. Yeah, that would be kind of a cool. I had more respect get, for the band. Yeah, they like oh, there's an obvious evolution in terms of like the finding the formula. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, what that you'd would, say. They took the formula and honed it. Into yeah, versus a the other way around. Million seller. Yeah, and for, then for, something like "Let Me Take You Home Tonight" would be that bridge step. More of the band is participating. We're in the yeah. studio for a change, mm-hmm. you know, or get out of yeah. the basement. Yeah. So let me take you home tonight. I think the big. We'll get to this at the third album, but one of the biggest disappointments of Boston being that they didn't put out more music uh, is that, at least personally for me, is that they didn't put out more '80s music because it's always cool to have a band that was really good in the '70s. You know, pick up this the the keys and 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 you know introduce that into their. I mean. Just think about they that, hire just, David Foster and and find out oh. what they can do in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And you're just you get this. You know now we don't even have to talk about it next record, but you know now they're not going to be doing that. And that's annoying yeah, yeah. to be honest. Like it's it's just think of it like the Chicago and Foreigner and ZZ Top and even yeah. Van Halen or Cheap Trick. Like they all are great 70s bands that put out some really cool 80s stuff. And Boston, you could just tell by the second record they weren't going anywhere. For a guy with a home studio. The amount of output sure is low. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the yeah, guy owns his home oh, studio. Wow. He doesn't have to pay for oh, studio boy. time. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's the problem. Scratching cash together just to buy an expensive studio. And this guy can just take his time. It just kind of shows you the, the side of the artist that when they're given no limits, they put out nothing. You know what? Maybe it's a good analogy for the modern era. People can do anything now in their basement. Mm-hmm. So they and, put out a single. Yeah, and it just doesn't... It. Sometimes the uh, the quality that. just isn't as, as yeah, there as it should be. I'm sometimes one of them. I'm guilty. Yeah. So. Sometimes you yeah. need that constructive criticism, which, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's, All right, that's let's to get about. to the track by track. Let's kick it off. Kevin, take it away. 
Alright, we're gonna start with Don't Look Back, the title track starting off number one. Is this the 90s or what? Um, but yeah. no, we're gonna start at 2.36 for the track. there and played that moment um because there is a a you know it's where they got to it on this record and they were able to achieve it or, or tom was able to achieve it um where you almost get that iconic rock moment um that i was the band popped into my head i hadn't really thought about them in comparison with boston but the band kansas mm-hmm. um where they have a few of those they're kind of a similar I don't know. You could, they're, they're at least kind of in the comparable, uh, you know, a similar band to Boston and that they have just at least a few, Kansas seems to have some of those moments, um, that just like the the spotlight moments. Yeah. I actually had, it's funny you said that. And and that's a spotlight. That's a good way to put it. It's a spotlight moment when that, that, uh, when it comes into like the, the, the six and the seven, right back to the the minor. And just like, you just get that, you know, you feel like it's coming like some kind of arena, like Alan Parsons project. Like, I don't know, like how to describe that. Like Michael Jordan's about to run out on the court or something. It just something that's cool. And it it really builds into that hero guitar line that kicked the door down. You know what it is? It's the EDM buildup. It's the EDM buildup for their thing where you, you, you know, the beat is coming eventually. And there it is. And then there's Tom looking not cool uh, but he could it was funny I was watching the music video for this song today and again it's like yeah you could tell this band was like really not that cool like the bass player still doing his thing and there was like one there was like one comment where he was trying to like say that the bass player was like ahead of his time he's like the bass player was headbanging before anybody else was headbanging he was dancing around the stage with a wireless guitar setup. He's like, oh, we're doing that back then. You know, like, he's just grasping for straws, trying to make the bass player sound better than he is. But, yeah, and then there's just, like, and then they zoom in on Tom, and he's just kind of, like, awkwardly just kind of smiling. He's like, uh, he's not really made for the stage, but that's okay. He's having a good time. Leave him alone. But the man can write a tune. But, like... Yeah, I mean, this song, just that opening riff, and I, I just, I know, Kev, you mentioned, like, the, uh, it, it got a little thinner. Um, personally, I think, it, it, I, I associate this record more with, like, the 80s. I don't know if it's just, like, the, the cover or what, but I almost get more of, like, an more of an 80s vibe from this record. It is a little bit thinner. I think, like, he really dialed in the guitar tone a little bit more. Uh, I actually, I really heard it on that snare roll. Like I never really paid attention to right. that that much, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely less seventies and warm. 
it's uh, stiff. Here. It's very stiff. It just clicks almost. But it, yeah, uh, yeah, but there's like something about that where it just like fits the vibe. I, I, yeah. I guess I could see yeah. why like people wouldn't like that. They want like that big kind of warm, gooey chocolateness right. or whatever it is. But I I like that this is like a little bit thinner and a little bit more like sterile and clean. Well, yeah, it's for something. Me. It's, yeah, it's something different. I mean, that's the uh, that's the thing. How, like, how does it work within the context of the song? I was like, okay, I can't imagine hearing this song without that kind of more digitized. Like, it is like this yeah. record is a little bit more digitized yeah. to me, which uh, I, but this I is like. all very it subtle stuff. The, it's very subtle. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not. Yeah, and it's I'm not only mechanically Boston. I'm complaining yeah. about it. I think unfairly because I know where it's going in the future. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'll just Nowhere. leave that there. Yeah. That's where that is. And the, again, the, pr- is, the production yeah. value. Um, <laughs> yeah. You have to give them again. Just firing on all cylinders out of the bag. I mean, just put in yeah. with the big hit, right? Number number one. Six minutes too. Yeah, which a is pretty. Uh, yeah, there wasn't well, a radio. They did edit, that right? with was it just a... peace of mind, right? Where they just had this good riff, and they were gonna That's, do know, a coda, I, and they were gonna actually, rock it out section. Yeah, I actually had it. I don't know if I had it necessarily as a complaint. Yeah, that they that this reminded me of how, as far as how it opens. It reminded me of like that peace of mind vibe where you just got this very earwormy. And I said it's like there was. I, I have the earworm fence where you try to you're you're trying to put up your defenses, but it somehow managed to get over the fence. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It got there, and it's like okay, I'm not gonna slay it, but it does. Yeah, the the formula, the Boston formula is starting to be much more, yeah, present now. We're we're like for better and for worse. Like okay, it's it's definitely classic Boston, but it's like okay, you can see they're really again like a lot of people say about this album, they're delivering just more Boston, more of the same. Well, yeah, I, I I'll get to it later in the track by track, but I have to say that this song, the way it starts off, when we just you know when we kick off, we drop the needle and put this on. I love it. Oh god, it sounds yeah. so oh, it's good. Great. I mean, you got what you paid for right off the bat. It's a very safe space to be. Even when you have your title track to your album and the first lyrics of your song are "Don't Look Back," um, it's just it's it's interesting. And this is just not a uh, a record that is going to really throw you any curveballs. That's for yeah. sure. I they, do they feel right like away. there is a little bit of development on this song. That whole breakdown is, I don't think, something you maybe would have heard on the first album. That well, let's Peace t- of Mind breaks down. Yeah, but it, this one breaks down for a solid minute or so, right in the middle. I mean, they take it to six minutes. That, that's it, not, it, you know, it, it, I, I'm not saying they wouldn't have done it, but I just feel like, it, you know, it's, it's, a little, it's a little step. Not as big as it should have been. Well, one thing I was going to say, and outside of, I think the the reason that this record has lower ratings, it really all comes down, and you guys make good points, that it didn't advance enough, and it's just the strength of that first record. I, I just yeah. think this it's more of the story of this like unknown band coming yeah. out of nowhere. And just, and, and just like, yeah, yeah. Ka- ka- like it's, it's <laughs> like, the, it's like the Van Halen thing. Like, yeah, Van Halen two is not going to get rated as big as Van. It, it's like, it's that, that debut story. It's just like the same thing. Like how many, how common of a story is that? Where like the first record, this band comes out of no, nowhere and it's this like landmark record, and it's like, well, how are they ever gonna live up to that? And to be fair, like I, I listen to this, these songs, and outside of maybe foreplay, long time, where that almost sounds like it's getting into some prog territory, like I, I don't really think there's a whole lot more advancement on. 
the first album than there is here. I mean, yes, it's like this, and maybe that's what like hurts it because you're kind of expecting like you want them to get maybe more proggy and more depth and stuff on album two. But I think like the songs, it, it's all kind of the same thing. So like I, I just I almost don't get like why is the album one so much better than album two if the songs are very much kind of the same formula is it more just because of the story and that was the first thing you heard is that what makes it better like yeah, I, I don't I, necessarily well, see that i would uh, like, also I don't, throw i don't, I don't smoke it in there i don't necessarily think the song writing on album one is necessarily better it's it's kind of all the same thing <laughs> i would say smoking's got some moments of i mean it's got that extended organ bit it does. You know, that, that, that's a little yeah. ex- an organ exploration. And, it, it, yeah, and, and it Let also, Me Take You Home Tonight, being universally disliked by this group, but still had went places that the rest of the record didn't. Yeah, I, it's weird. And maybe this is getting into, like, the psychology of how music is delivered to the public, too. It's just, yeah, like, I don't know. It just that first record, I mean, how, I mean, I mean how, how hard was it pushed? I mean, by the, I know we got into, like, the, the politics behind the scenes, but as far as how the album was promoted, I mean, was it just, like... Yeah, was it just organic or was it? Yeah, because sometimes it's yeah, it's hard to gauge. I mean, how yeah, people will respond to something. I mean, and especially I don't, bands yeah. that can build the reputation on the live show, like Van Halen, that Boston did not. And no, Van Halen, right. I mean, if you think about where you know Van Halen one, Van Halen two, I personally like Van Halen two more than one. Um, yeah. and I experienced it one then two, so it's just kind of a, yeah. a, a development, you, a development. You know what view, I, but oh, but like by the time you got to Fair Warning, things were quite different. And yeah. like by the time you got to fifty one fifty, things were way different. Way different so the yeah. band had many more places to go. That was seventy eight to eighty six. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we're so, going to be yeah. going seventy six to eighty six next <laughs> album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. I will say, I almost wonder, uh, Alex, you kind of put this in my mind, and our discussion last time put this in my mind about how Tom is like this MIT kind of geeky guy, and he comes out with this. Like very, like Chris says, cold and calculated, right? This this is gonna be. We're gonna do this, and it's gonna sell. Like or like I said, paper thin. Are are we looking at this? Like, are we expecting too much from this band? And we should be looking at it as like a pop group. Like they well, because, they write yeah. pop rock songs. That's what the it fans is. Fans of this band are fans of like what we grew up with. So our dad is a fan of this band, and our dad is a fan of Pink Floyd. And yes. And Genesis, but it's and almost, Kansas, it's almost, and, and I almost feel the like thinnest one of them all. I almost feel like it's the people who hate the the band Asia. You know, they expect all these prog guys to come out and write this epic nonsense tales from Topographic Oceans Part Two garbage, and they put on Heat of the Moment. We mm-hmm. love it because that's what we expected, <sighs> but they just wanted to make Without a bunch of money. Time. You know. Yeah. So, like, uh, but let's be <laughs> honest, Asia's paper thin, and they went the Boston trajectory for sure. They did, but you, you, you know, you just accept it for what it is. It's pop rock, and like mm-hmm. here I am, like expecting, like, oh, this is gonna, this is gonna be, you know, where are we gonna go from here? And we expect that they're gonna do these amazing deep things, and it's really, the guy just point wanted because this is not chick music for sure. Like this is gonna get the guys who are interested in the it musicality and the guitars. Mil- and the- it sold eighteen million albums yeah. last time. It's I, chick music. I, I, I don't know. I feel like the audience of a Boston show does not look too different than the audience of a Rush show. Maybe not. Maybe not now. But maybe, maybe I'm then. wrong. But maybe then. Like, like, I, and, and I totally get your guys's uh, comments on this. Like, you're expecting okay, and it makes total sense. It's like 
All right, it's album two, and, and but the guy saying like it, it's the same thing, but it sucks. It's <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't think I wouldn't. I don't necessarily agree with that. Just, I, just I to... will agree that it's this. It's the same thing, but I think it's equally as good as the first record. It's just the first record was the first record, and it's that story, and they pushed it more. But like, right. I don't necessarily think there's anything more diet or like less impressive yeah. here. I'll tell you it's, something it's, even. It, it, it's just it's just more of the same and it's a disappointment that it's not more different. Okay, yeah, but that's, that's this, this is the this is the feeling what you yeah, go ahead. Ken, this sorry. is the yeah. funny thing yeah. is that we're saying this right now, right? Like, oh man, they put out more of the same. They could have done so much more depth. It could have been so much more like, wow, why didn't they just expand on on those things? And then go look at the other biggest selling debut of all time, Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. And, and look what they tried doing. What they tried doing for Use Your Illusion. We're going to go all in on the death. We're going to do 10 minute song, 10 yeah, minutes on piano, a, all a, this, 50 yeah, songs. You, you a, and then you're yeah, you drowning have... in death. You're like, please, stop. Yeah. <laughs> stop. Give right. us you the got, debut. You, you got, I don't know. Doesn't <laughs> that make GNR more interesting? I mean, Nirvana did the same yeah. thing, too. And they did it without the, the it, 20 song may, album. I don't know if it made it more interesting. Like, does it make it more enjoyable? Uh, yeah, I, I put have, on this album more than I put on the Use Your Illusion. Like, oh, all right, let's time to slog through Use Your Illusion. Yeah, yeah there was, I mean, there was, there was but a Alex heavy, will put on In yeah. Utero more than he'll put on Nevermind, I'm assuming. Well, and it's almost like the same kind of reason why I like this record more. It's just because I, I don't need to really hear a lot of those first record songs anymore. Yeah, it's it's a decent. I wouldn't I wouldn't say. I mean, and I, I'm, uh, we're not talking about depth either. I mean, if you look at Van Halen one and two, I mean, there's. I mean, they were never a depth band, but there's. Those are two very uniquely kind of different records that you go to for different things. Like, yeah, their hard rock is still there, but there's stuff on Van Halen two that you yeah that's not on Van Halen one necessarily. Yeah, there's, Light up uh, the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's so I, I think I think that's the yeah. So it's, I don't care about the debt. Like I, I I go to Boston for certain things. I go for that like that magic of radio m- feeling. Yeah, I mean yeah, pretty much what the first song on the first record. Yeah, that kind of that's why. Um, I think it was just it just felt like maybe because they delivered so much on that for you, just expecting to feel that again, and that's oh, not okay, what so happened. Okay, so the magic yeah. of radio. Let's expand on that. I know we're just yeah. talking uh, a lot of <laughs> yeah. this first song and just doing more general talk and, and about yeah. Boston in general. But that's what you tune in for. Yeah. Um, the uh, if you're going to high school in '76 and uh, you know freshman year, peace of mind was all over the radio. More in a feeling. I don't know how long this took the singles to all peter out. But uh, two years later, you're you're a junior in high school, and uh, and the radio comes on. You're sitting there and you're cruising in your '78 Camaro, and and uh, you know the the DJ says, "All right, the new single from the band Boston, Don't Look Back," and it kicks off, and you're just you're you're in a comfortable place. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the guy the guy saw that it made him a million bucks or not. I don't know. Like, why wouldn't he do it? Yeah. It's not, for- like the dude is okay. talking about smoking weed on the first album. Right. It's not like we're gonna get. You know, poetry I, on the I, second. Personally, I almost think there's more depth here on some of these more ballads. I, I think yeah. I was. Yeah, well, yeah. There, there will, I'll, I'll point out yeah. where the same thing, but it sucks. Really, really comes through, and it's not uh, on this. I, song. I, I this know, song I know where you're talking about, Mark. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. let's and get on And if you know that, it probably too. is true, right? Like, oh, that, I gave it a lower rating. I gave yeah. it a lower rating, but maybe I'm saying, are we expecting too much? Because maybe the dude is just like a pop pop writer. That's what he is. Like, why are we expecting 
mm-hmm. a lot yeah. from album two. Yeah, I think maybe maybe we get you get into the psychology of it too. Uh, yeah, the second record a little where bit. It's, yeah, where it's <laughs> well, like you're just yeah. yeah let's let's no, get yes, through the second yes, record. Yes. Then. Let's, let's let's move on. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get to the journey. Up. We're gonna start at like twenty six seconds or something. appreciate the boldness of putting something like this in track two. Um, this really makes you feel that, um, well, a couple of things. Based on the sounds and the timbre and everything, it just almost like evokes a Pink Floyd to me. And again, that's where I say that that's where this album doesn't really know where it can be, or Boston really is a tough tough you know they're not prog they're not pop but sometimes they sound an awful like a lot like yes or pink floyd uh so you catch you catch in fans you bring in fans of that that type of stuff and then they don't get what they want um but the 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 at least this this piece this uh this legato piece it really is a a rock concerto in the first three songs here you had your 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 presto opening your legato second uh movement oh, and then your yeah. third movement going Classic. to be a, a closer so yeah i mean that's it's a it's a old you know musical form dating back to the baroque era to, you know 1600s bach was a, uh, <laughs> a, a musical trilogy in g right uh lick my love pump uh by spinal tab but anyway that's that's the boston take on that one so this is a uh, at least i appreciate that that makes it tricks you into thinking that they're really going to go someplace and then uh unfortunately they kind of don't it's interesting i guess this was uh one of tom's favorite Moments on the record, I guess, which I thought I, was. Yeah, I really, love it. To me, yeah, yeah. like, I, I, it's such a like a subtle thing, and, and I don't know if it's like a huge difference with the guitar tone or what, but like for example, let me see if I could put something in the chat here. Um, I think maybe Kev will get a kick out of this, but where is it? Sorry for the listeners here. Um, here we go. All right, should I should I just put it in the Skype chat? Yeah, just drop it. Yeah. There. So I'm so, 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 so I'm so I'm going to put something in here that would have came out eight years later, and I don't know if you could say it's as epic, but I just think that this song and like just the vibe of this is just like ahead of its time, and it's like it's nothing crazy like from a virtuosity guitar playing, but just from a vibe and a tone and an atmosphere, I feel like. They went and kind of took this. They, I feel like they might have used this for inspiration because it just had, like, I just think of this movie, which would have came out in 1986. And if you want to play that, but like, I know you, everybody in this chat knows this song, but I introduce I it for the listeners this, at home. It's the Top Gun anthem with who, who would that be? Jan Hammer, Steve Stevens, and Faltmeyer. <laughs> Thank you. 
by the I 80s. Could, the I could watch this constant, stuff all day. I know. I, 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 I feel like every the, verse. Like, every, but like the journey was the Top Gun anthem eight years before. And it's like the Top Gun anthem is nothing crazy yeah, it, technical, but there's just something so iconic about it. I, no, I, kinda, it, it, oh, yeah. go ahead, Kevin. Go, yeah. No, uh, go ahead, Chris. And, when uh, I get, and I get what you mean, too. It's like you're you're putting this little instrumental track, too. It's yeah. like that's kind of ballsy. But, again, it, I, I know I'm biased. It, it all comes down yeah. to the experience that I had with yeah. the record. But, yeah, it, that's a ballsy move, and, and I could – I could see people being like, okay, well, you get the kind of instrumental with foreplay, and you're like, well, you know what the guy can do, and you're expecting more virtuosity, but there's just, I think this is more of like a mood piece, and you listen to it yeah. with your eyes closed, and it's like, it, you're it, out in it, space, and you could see yeah, the it, album it, it, cover it, it, and just it, be enveloped in it. I feel it, like it, you see like the past, like the past two years, as I was like the echoes of a year of intense touring to arenas. A little... T- a little too. I mean, it has. It does have a little bit of a cinematic feel. I mean, yeah, the Top Gun anthem, I guess, it, uh, was a good example where it feels like either the start of again the journey, or you could, or it also almost has that yeah, like where you're kind of at the at the climax of a movie where you think the hero is down, and then he kind of start. He gets up after being beat down, and everybody's like, <laughs> yeah, it's very this very subtle kind of synth music starts to come in where it's like, and then he just stands up like, okay, I'm still in this. Um, uh, another, I know you had the Top Gun, uh, there was another song late, uh, again, that came out, what, uh, that would have been, what, 12, well, 14 years later, actually, on, uh, I know a favorite album of Kevin's, Adrenalize, A White Lightning, that intro, very Oh, subtle. I know that, I know that intro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's uh, be honest, yeah, the 80s yeah. were full of this stuff, and good for Boston for being there in 78. Influence, yeah. <laughs> I'll say so, that yeah. it was, uh, I think I teased Alex about this song before the show. Oh yeah. But I love this song. It's so heroic to me. And if it if I were Boston and I were Tom Schultz and I were actually cool, I would um Keep I would going. open I would open my show with this song over the PA before the band comes out. Just that, that heavy synth that's yeah. just laying low and just warming it up. You get the lights go out, the lights yeah. go out, the crowd yeah. is waiting yeah, for you, go, yeah. and you have this, like, right there. Everybody knows the band is about to come out. Oh, open with It's Easy. That's 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 perfect. Yeah, I know. That's your opener. I just wanted to place in the background to see how it would sit as a soundtrack behind your voice, and it really does have that quality that you're saying. Yeah. The, I mean, you can it, see the silhouette of the drummer getting behind the kit right there. Yeah. I see purple lights for some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they start fading in, start fading in a little bit. There's Tom front and center on the guitar. Yeah, with the fog machine going crazy. Here we go. Let's see if we can do a clean edit. I love that fall to that note yeah. right there. Yeah. It just gives me chills. It, it, well, let's hear it again, because I love it. It's, you gotta, it's you so gotta, Pink Floydian. you got to at least fade it into the next song. Let's yeah, see if we'll we can see do, if we can do that. Man, that's so Pink Floyd. I mean, this yeah, was kind of the peak of Floyd, too, yeah, as far as... Uh, yeah, so I'm sure they, a lot of people were taking them. In. Oh, yeah. The transition, Come yeah. on. How it lights. Yep. Yeah. Yep, and then... And just everybody's crowd, just, yeah. just jumping in the that big slide in. Ah, I mean, okay. yeah, let's bait. go. Let's, yeah. Alex, check out some set lists. Did they open with these two? 
Can oh, you find some sadness? I, 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 yeah, can you, you find some You know what? Tom sense? Schultz probably went album order for everything. <laughs> he seems like that kind of guy. <laughs> Oh God. Uh, either that or he's gonna open uh, like uh, let's just pull out used to bad news as the opener or something. <laughs> let's continue it's easy Kevin once you pick yeah, up a uh, I'm gonna uh, start this one at 225 I found the background vocals just win me over more on this record. I don't know what it is. I say the verses win me over. That's an interesting, uh, it doesn't happen often. Usually the chorus is what you remember, but to me, this is the verse. Yeah. This is the song of the verse. I agree. I gotta say, Tom needs to structure his sets a little better. He, he opens, opens with, with a rock, rock, rock and roll, and roll band. band. Come on. The worst song, on and the album he's got he has the journey in the sixth spot leading into more than a feeling. Uh, yeah, you here. need to lead into something that opens with energy after the journey. You get one joint, and then okay. this is what we get. <laughs> <laughs> he's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, that the encore the yeah. was something about you. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Followed by like I can see. Ooh, ooh, Followed by party to end the the entire set. We'll get uh, to party. Yeah, uh, there's too much. I can tell you, you, they play 16 songs. You have an instrumental, a guitar solo, and a keyboard solo in those 16. The potential songs. was there. <laughs> <laughs> look, at this. look at the encore song uh, on this tour in Glasgow. Television politician wasn't even on a record. <laughs> What are you guys People doing? are demanding that. Your second song, Shattered Images, wasn't even on a record. <laughs> Just imagine an encore to a crowd that people don't even know the song. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh man, maybe there's a reason for <laughs> that. You know, you, you know that. Can you imagine how quickly that parking lot cleared out once they got to the last song and you knew it was coming? It's like, oh, well, nobody knows this one. Let's start heading for the exits. <laughs> Gotta get to my spot in zone C. Make a head start, the Boston. Ban- the Give me a head start. Ex- the band is like the house lights. That would be hilarious. Imagine that. They come back out for the encore. They're expecting like everybody to love it. They turn the house lights on for the last song to an Empty arena because nobody knows the freaking song. 
<laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, back to it's guys. easy though. Doesn't this feel a little Queen? That's got that at least the lyrical content, and this is really the peak of Queen's creativity, the mid to late seventies. That guitar solo was so Queen too. That was so Brian May. I know he pulled it from before, and mm-hmm. when we talked about it in the debut, but I felt like this one especially. Well, it's just structured in a way that that felt so Brian May, especially when he goes up um, the neck. It's it's very yeah. Brian May, like almost right. The, the the talking quality of the guitar. I do like this song though. Um, overall, I, I don't know why. I'm just like an A side guy on this album. But the way the three songs flow together, I never get tired of this song. I said, here it is. It's easy taking it day by day, and it's it's nothing out of this world. But I do like this song. It just pushes the right buttons. And there's nothing to hate about it. What am I going to hate about this song? All right. Well, I mean, the, that the chorus is inferior to the verse, but it's fine. That's, I think that's interesting. Yeah, it, it's a little different, so... Yeah. Are we still right. on? Uh, are we still on? It's easy. Or are we yes, moving but on? we're moving on to a okay. man I'll never my placement here to kevin Uh, thank you i'll also say the man i uh never believe i am that has to be like top five warm blanket moment (laughs) on any i i i did have warm blanket written a lot that that gets you clenched in february that gets you that gets you clenching the butt cheeks but i'll I know you guys want to jump in, so I'll let you guys, because I know I'm not going to be able to compete with yeah, you guys. I'll tell you go. I've yeah. got comments. I've got we've, quite a bit of timestamps. We've yeah. got to it. This this might be my favorite Boston I, song of I all time. This yeah, this I is, knew this was it, too. Yeah, this is one of those ones where I put it on, put on this album. I knew Don't Look Back. I get to um, A Man I'll Never Be. I'm shocked by the piano, but then we get to that chorus. You uh-huh. have the guitar line, and you get to the background vocals. And you're just like, oh man, where did this come from? Yeah, it, it, where did it, delivers, it delivers quite a lot. Yeah, I'll tell you a story about this song. All too, right, I that love just, story time. That just cemented my love for this song is that we were on vacation and I, it was one of those stops that you make because you're going someplace else. And I think it was on the Hall of Fame tour, and we were in New York, and this random Holiday Inn, and there's nothing else in the town, and Mark and I felt like playing some pool. And so we went in the restaurant of the hotel, had a pool table, but it was kind of in the bar area, so we got carded to play pool. 
even though that's all we wanted to do. We were very confused. Anyway, they had music going. They had a jukebox, and it was just like some random 70s music. And then suddenly I hear the piano for this song. Come on. I was like, they are playing A Man I'll Never Be by Boston? By What is this deep cut Boston? They're playing in this bar in this middle of nowhere new york and just breaks into the chorus and it was so like this was just one old guy sitting at the holiday inn bar <laughs> but i was loving this song i couldn't you were, you were, believe it you, you were vibing on the it's, yeah. it's just it's just when like that secret song comes on that you like can't believe is being broadcast in public and, like i know this song this is one of my favorite boston songs of all time and such it's a just, beautiful yeah, the funny song. thing is that it's you're telling me i was there that's too. the only i, I yeah, you, I guess you if you say so, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Something else must have happened that day. And, and, that blotted, here, and let's dig into yeah. these vocal, this this background here. I, I finally found that spot. It's, it's yeah, right up the, top. Where, where's the? Just, How Def Leppard is that? Ten uh, years before Def Leppard. That's what I'm saying. Man, where they it's could have so gone with good. this? They could have been putting out adrenal or uh, like Adrenalize in '85 and Hysteria in '82. And what do we get? We get Amanda in '86. Um, no one wants Amanda. <laughs> open You're up the album crack, with them. Open up with Amanda and close with Holly Ann. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll be honest, like this song, um, if I was there at that pool game, I don't remember. Um, I don't I remember this somebody. song. For, for all intents and purposes, I experienced this song for the first time listening to this for the show. So this is all new to me. Never heard this one before. Um, when this piano came in, I wanted to nuke the thing. I hated the piano intro. And by a minute 41, when the piano came back, I had made peace with the piano. Because you were gonna bring some of the most heroic lines that have ever been written for the guitar. <laughs> it's insanity. That's the way that just that heroic you just close your eyes and you just see the <sighs> of the crowd and just yeah. kicking the guitar, kicking, doing some great that, kicks and running around on stage right. and just being so cool. Like you just, there's the nothing perfect, in the world cooler than that, that. That's the perfect word to use for this record. Just heroic. Yeah. It's like it's from another world. Yeah. It's like and, Superman and, and, music. It's like, yeah, where the frick did this come from? It was and, just and, sent to you on a spaceship, and that spaceship is on the cover of the album. That's super cool. From, that, like, and, from and, a and guy that couldn't look any less like Superman. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's, that's ironic. It gives it a I sense of it. irony. You know, that you I can really. Uh, I want the Boston movie. Maybe I'll make it. Um, 350, the, the solo here. We just got we to gotta play it. Alex, I want my Kemper back. Yeah. Well, it's here. I'm going to find it. I want to learn this one. Yes, right there. Yes. Also, 
very reminiscent of the great Toxin song to close out the uh, that album. Oh, I don't even remember boy. the name of it, <laughs> but whatever uh, that extended yeah, song. Yeah, Mark, was. I gotta yeah. I kind of agree. Permanent with you midnight. Permanent midnight. Yeah. So yeah. the and, 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 and uh, Chris, I'll let you go because I, I got to talk about the yeah. downsides of this song. Oh no! And don't and, no. and this is. Oh, this is really tough, and everyone's gonna hate me for this, but this is just the show that we're in. This the the context of where we talk about these bands is we compare them to the we're, we're only dealing with the best of the best when we're talking our discography discussions. Like, don't give us crap about the special episodes. Like, Wolfie is not the best of the best, and we never made that out to be. But we're talking Van Halen, Pink Floyd, Nirvana, Guns N' Roses, Queen, The Police, just just you know. Uh, we're not even going to listen to debate that this is not the best of the best. So that's what we're comparing them to. And oh, like this, this has got some of those elements, but right here after the solo, I'm just going to pick it up right where I left off, 426. Listen to Brad. Coming up here. Alright. It sounds like a backup singer. I love Brad. But the only thing I could think of when I heard that part is where's Freddie? And oh, just somebody, oh, oh, somebody as in Freddie Mercury. And I know it's it's so unfair to to give a band crap for not having Freddie Mercury in their band. <laughs> but just <laughs> can you imagine this section oh, somebody belted out by yeah. Freddie? Especially just this right here, that part. That right. Just imagine what Freddie just belting that, and Brad's just kind of there. You know what? I'm not going to blame Brad. I'm going to bring blame Tom for that. Producer, have him do get another, another take. take. Get another take. Very don't let point. him leave I'll the say studio. I never, that's never anything I ever noticed. I mean, that's. Don't, I, I appreciate. Don't let him I appreciate you bringing that perspective. That made me think about this a little differently, and I. Yeah, I, I could see what you mean by that, but if Tom, you Tom if spends you two days getting the gong sound, but can't let Brad do another take. <laughs> if you yeah, didn't say that, it, I, I would have never had a problem with it. But that's yeah, like, and okay. I'm not saying I have a problem with it. It's just because the rest of the song is so good yeah, that yeah. with a with with a Freddie Mercury like performance, and I know there's only a handful of singers that can deliver it at that level, but. That would have taken this song from a very, very great Boston song to a great moment in rock and roll. Mm. Just a, a, a middle of the yeah. movie, just catching everyone who doesn't even like this type of music, but wow, what's happening here type of I, moment. Yeah, that's fair. It's that's post point. solo. You know, you got the solo out for the guys. Like all the guys were sitting there and just, just loving the guitar soloing. And now here's the chicks. Like this is their part. This is the 30 seconds for the guy just to yeah. belt into the microphone. And that's that's what Freddie could do. And it's just it's such a weird thing. It's like, it's like it almost feels like yeah. Freddie's on a bathroom break and he's about to come back out and no, it's so one just of the other guys walks singer. in there. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's Brian just will. the weirdest thing to complain to, but you know, it's just, it's the potential oh. that's unmet, and maybe that's that yeah. sums up Boston as a band. Yeah, Mark, I will admit, yeah, when this song opened up, I'm like, oh god, an easy listening. Like, I hope this goes 
What's somewhere. wrong? Why are both of you dreading the, this opening? It's, it's a little different. too much. It, it it's reminded, different. It, it you remind, wanted something different. You got yeah, it but different it's, it's in a little, this song. It's, it's a little too schmaltzy, but uh, kind of like in the same way that Michael Bolton is schmaltzy. But, uh, but then, it, yeah. <laughs> Tom schmaltzy. Yeah, but Tom but schmaltzy. Not, yeah. not only that. But, no, but, but again, then it then it picks up. And like Mark said, where yeah, what did you say? Where you went from like hating it to be, making your peace with it? Like, okay, yeah, I, I reconciled yeah. with the piano. There's all, this is one of those, where, the, where the ten, there's a lot. There's what, almost seven minutes here where, okay, there's enough here where, all right, the seven minutes is right because it allows you to get into the song more than if it were if you were to cut a minute here or there. I think you need all the, yeah, uh, I think you need all the parts to really to absorb it. Probably uh, the the biggest lyrical depth on this album. That's, well, that's what yeah. I mean. Copy from the, yeah. I, I, I don't expect anything more from the band after this, yeah. honestly. Right. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, I, I, I hate to don't think the frontier days are bringing is, manic. Is filling, and again, I had on here that I kind of... Because uh, this is probably was the one definitive warm blanket moment on here where I, when I first heard this, I'm like, and then in that superficial way, it it, it got to me. It because uh, again, there are a lot of the guitar parts in here. It's like again, it's like the the Boston guitar melodies just with fast, yeah, to make you think that it's something else, but it really isn't. But it's still great. <laughs> it's it's still enjoyable. It's still yeah. This one has yeah. an edge that the yeah. others don't. Yeah, and it's just it's. I don't know why it's not a, a great. It's the chord progression is kind of just in the Boston yeah, type yeah, where of I'm like, chord like, progression. Like, the like, guitar, yes. okay, they're like some of those like the single note lines. Like, okay, that was I, I kind of remember like a version of that, like in Peace of Mind. I can remember mm-hmm. that, and yeah, another one of the big yeah, and it's yeah, and it's uh, and I've, I've I've been giving them like a break on that, but I feel like I should be a little bit more critical. But I just but again, then I find myself firing up this up in my car and just like yeah, just. Again, vibing on the yeah. yeah I, I think know. I think a lot of other songs on this album can be criticized for that, but this is a seven-minute Boston ballad, and it's great. And it no, no, kicks all it, sorts it, it, of butt. It is, it is, it is great. But I'm not gonna yeah, say that I thought that it was necessarily yeah, like oh wow, like that's where it's more just like okay, here we go. I'm continuing on the Boston train. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't thought, know. Yeah. I, think I, fi- I felt I oh wow. There's a yeah. lot go. I feel like. Yeah, there's a lot like, going on here. I'm not saying I, 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 I'm not digressing. I know we're going to get into a. I almost feel like the band like put on the big boy pants for this one. Because right, I, I, I don't want to fall back into yeah. as far as the again, we, we were again. Yes, we're getting more of Boston here. Yeah, to the See, and, and I but, and I do love it. Big boy pants. Yeah, but I yeah, but I'm it's just a, yeah, I, big, I have to point it out, though. Yeah, that they're Yeah. You I could don't say feel that they like were this... stepping into the shoes of a band that is on a tier above them, like Queen. Uh, I think it's it's you know Boston may have peaked higher, but Queen is definitely a tier above Boston in terms of their catalog, mm-hmm. and they couldn't but quite step talked, into those shoes. We'll have a Boston Queen debate another time about the unevenness of some of Queen's catalog. However, um, I of all the songs, I don't feel like this is cold and calculated at all. This feels genuine. No, that's like, not. I'm not saying no. This is this. this is, I'm, I didn't say it was cold and calculated. I just said, yeah, this is really doubling down on, yeah, just those. those it's like it's like Tom has his bag of melodic tricks and he's just using it. It's like, okay, well, it's shaped like this. His today, melodic Tom. tricks just sold 18 million. No, I know. That's why. That's why we all love them. <laughs> I just I had I had to point it out because now I'm starting to notice it more. Yeah, than I did before. Yeah, where I'm like, okay, where I have to point out. Yeah, okay. It's like, okay, this is a thing you heard before but now okay i'm gonna take that idea i'm just gonna bend it a little like that yeah it's, it's like his shape is a square and he keeps rotating it and like dude it's still a square yeah it's it's still there it's give still me a great. rhombus I, I, or something I, I, I'm, I'm loving i'm loving I'm the square for i'm loving i'm loving yeah, the uh uh 
but I, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna, yeah, go like holy crap, like this is like the. No, yeah, but I, I'll say that this song has what the others are are missing when they're you know in the category of it's the same thing but sucks. This is an evolution. I want to throw out. There's like an epicness to this, and I'm like it actually is, yeah. surprised it I, wasn't I would be bigger. A, like this should have, if like you know, Kev, you said like you wish there was like another big single. Like I, I feel like this should have been it. It probably should. Maybe been. a little. Like you couldn't radio edit this one, um, uh, and that might be why uh, the uh, the piano outro versus how it ends before that. Let's have a little discussion on how you think it should end. Um, so this closing here. Should it have ended there, or should we have this piano outro? You know what this sounds like to me? Wow, I'm about to put this in the chat. Do you want it resolved or unresolved? That's the question. Because oh, the organ ending on the four yeah. just has that man I'll never be with a question mark, and the piano has like, some kind of resolution to it. I kind of like the unresolved, but I'm a contrarian, so they I can see why they didn't. They I, wonder, reminds, I, yeah, I wonder if you're ahead. about to say what I was about to say. What? What I well, what I just, in the chat? Well, hang on. What we mean, Rhapsody, or what? No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, hang on. Let me find this real quick. Everywhere the wind blows, we have that little piano yeah. kind of, yeah. I was almost thinking like a Queensryche and somewhere else, someone else, and how it, it ends on oh, me with it, a question mark. I, yeah. Uh, and you on, almost have here. this introspective level here. All right. Go ahead and, and if you could play this. So I don't know if this was an inspiration. This song would have came Who's out. This? Why is Axl Rose in the chat? No, no, that's not. Get that's, out of here, Axel. That's not. It. Here, just. Uh, I don't. I don't know how big of Zeppelin fans you guys are. Maybe pretty big. Maybe yeah, pretty more big. of Chris. But do you hear any? Do you, yourself, Chris. do you hear any similarities here at the end of this song to what you just heard from "A Man I'll Never Be"? If you just play this from that timestamp, Led Zeppelin "Over the Hills and Far." Uh, you want me to pull up the end of this one? Yeah, just like from. I, I timed it where it. Uh, I'm not oh no. Yeah, what's oh the yeah, where, has the, where it fades out. Yeah, and then you got the. Yeah. What's the timestamp, Alex? Uh, like it should last. be like four twenty-four. Okay. Well, let's back it up a little. A little different. But wait for the walk down and then the resolve. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's mm -hmm. so similar to me, but like this is one of my favorite Zep songs right here. Yeah, that word. It's been done before, yeah. I think I'll take. I, I, I always uh, thought that was better. What they, what what Zeppelin doing Zeppelin it is better? Is better yeah. yeah. Well, they did it with guitars too. There's no real, yeah. Yeah. All right. So well, are we pretty much saying kill the piano at the end? No, I love it. I, you I, like the resolution? I, yeah, yeah, I do. Let's Kevin and I probably record. go without the resolution. Yeah, let's I, it's a small thing. Over. It's just a curious. Sure. Let's flip the curiosity. record over to feeling satisfied. Uh, why is this not playing? There we go. We're going to start this at... Where are we starting this? I'm botching this completely. 45 seconds.
Uh, maybe uh, I'm gonna end up in, in a in a war with Alex over this one. Uh, I, I like this song. It just feels a little sneaky to me. Um, and I think everyone is might be wondering why I dropped Pedo Bear into the chat. <laughs> if you remember, it's a long time. It's an old meme. Uh, uh, it's probably I don't know 2010 or something. And this song just sneaks up on you in an uncomfortable way. And I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I'm comfortable with it. Just the way it just that ooh, I'm feeling satisfied. I just just the oh, way those. What a warm it just blanket. doesn't. No, yeah, it I, doesn't this, feel right. It, this it was one of the two wrong. songs from the record that, that that was yeah that I don't remember not hearing. Yeah, yeah. This was the other big what? radio hit. Yeah, no, it, I'm, I'm I'm gonna be with Alex in this on this one. I can't. Oh, you're I'm saying a, you agree that you like it. No, I do. Yeah, no, yeah. That's me with Mark. I can't. I don't. I don't know why it matters if it's sneaky or not. I don't. Yeah, because <laughs> I wasn't yeah. expecting it. I don't know. The, oh, the you claps mean, do you thought mean, you were getting another more than a feeling. Do you mean more from like a lyrical perspective? Like it's uncomfortable, or is this is no? I think it's just from the way that it, it opens, making that you're gonna be. I mean, maybe that too, but just the way. I mean, it just, it just feels like you're gonna get you know another more a than a feeling. And, and, and it's the way you get, yeah, I mean, it's just that opener feeling. And then, where is that? I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It just feels sneaky. Like, it feels like somebody I'm, came in the back door. You don't necessarily want him in here. Like, like Pedo Bear I, has I, entered the chat. And you're like, dude, I don't all know. I know is if I'm ever wanting to play Boston on guitar, this is the song I'm playing. This yeah. is the song that makes me pick up the guitar yeah. and want to play along. Yeah, the, to the it. intro. Yeah, the intro sounds like I've heard it before too. As far as the tempo, I don't know if it was uh, kind of like "Street Fighting Man" by the Stones. I don't know. It's got that yeah, just the way that the, the nice. The, yeah, the way that the Great drums kind of hit. Yeah, where dun, 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 it's very kind of yeah, yeah, very interesting choice. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sneaky. I don't know. This is. I guess <laughs> maybe it's not it doesn't gonna, help it's, too. It's, it's, Brad it's, Delp and the rumors it, of uh, what was going on with, with him. Me, it's, and it's, the, I, I don't. I think, think that's it's, more it's of the next song. I mean, it, to if be it has snuck in, it's been living in the house of me for my yeah for as long as I can remember. It's yeah. It's a uh, it's an old friend. <laughs> it, it's weird yeah. that I, it's weird that I said that like this song is the reason I pick up the guitar and play along. But honestly, as, as much as I love the guitar, it's like, again, it's nothing super talented, but I, it's just infectious or maybe it's like the simplicity of it. And it just almost has like this heaviness to it almost where like some of like the big chords, they're just like, are like visceral to it. Even though it's not really like a heavy hard song, it's kind of like, you can almost throw it like into the rock and roll band or kind of like yeah, smoking, like mid-tier yeah. kind of thing, but there's like something more it's to stronger. it for me. Yeah, yeah, it's stronger, yeah. and, and really the thing that like wins me over on this one is honestly the vocals. I just, I think there's the something background a, vocals. There's like a step oh. above. I, yeah, this, I think there's yeah, just is, more infectious hooks Yeah, it's, it's, on it's more of the pop perfection, and I will, as much as I kind of defended rock and roll, this is what I think rock and roll would have been if they would have spent more time i think this kind of does what rock and roll failed to do yeah where it just has more of those yeah more of that i guess just packing in the yeah just the meat <laughs> this song yeah. i, I want to hear the way this ended um here no that's sorry wrong song no, notes in the wrong place all i have to say is that uh 
I am with Chris and Alex on this one. Always been a favorite. And this yeah. is the one where I'm like, wow, this album is still keeping up. Like, maybe not as strong, but I'm still pretty happy with how this is going. Yeah, this is the one where it comes um, on the radio and you turn it, you turn it, it up. Last. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't Let's like move it. Move on then. It's just not party. feeling good about where we'll we're start going this here. One at three minutes and four. Bear has definitely entered the chat. Uh, let, let, I, I, let's just say uh, what smoking should have been. Yeah, I, oh, I'm I, the I, other I, way around. Yeah, smoking I, 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 on steroids, baby. Way yeah, better on. riff. Yeah, way right, better I, riff. Yeah, I, I agree. This is kind of like a companion piece to smoking. Um, if I had one quip, uh, I think that because uh, party, I, I know we were, before we started the uh, when we just started doing the research for this uh, this album, I know we were kind of goofing on this song where it just sounds. Like what is Tom just doing? Like the dictionary definition of party. There's no. I wish they would have come up with. Brad a more, wrote the song. Yeah, I wish they would have come up with a more unique title where like party. Maybe maybe this is what would have been well, the one time where you wanted asterisks or something or, or parentheses. Like okay, we're gonna put like some like clever little. But other than that, yeah, I mean this is uh yeah again this is the this gets yeah, being out yeah the, yeah the mid you're in your mid seventies muscle car just riding down and just yeah I. Yeah, this is this is the epitome of superficial fun where you don't care that it you know, that maybe that it's sneaky yeah. or that it's <laughs> I don't it's, can you li- really listening can you I listen to smoking back to back and come across like this is the one you take yeah. away smoking's yeah, got that mean. whole breakdown that whole organ Oh, it's still good. I still love I still love smoking just as much, but this one it's funny I had forgotten this was the third song from the album that I when I heard the chorus, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I for- I totally forgot about that. And I just this is the one I kept coming back to. I don't know what it is. It just made, oh, just I know. made me heavy. It just yeah. gets you amped. Another one where you just pick it up on guitar. It starts off with that really beautiful, clean kind of phasery yeah. yeah. intro. And then, boom. It's just like, how can I, you not I, want to pick up a guitar and rock I, out and to I, And I will song? say, it, does, it, it also does kind of have that fog hat kind of, oh, yeah. kind of beat to it, too. Yeah, because I know that they were kind of, in the, kind of at the peak of their career at this time. Um, I, I will. I was kind of laughing though. There's some stuff in here that, yeah, you, you, yeah, it probably dates it a little bit. Yeah, you don't really hear a token a joint. Yeah, and in anything after 1978. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a very 70s kind of. Yeah, yeah, but who cares? Again, it, it's yeah. yeah what, I'm sure for a lot. That's, I'm sure for a lot of people, it's nost- yeah. That, that's the nostalgia you want. Yeah, you can't <laughs> criticize this and then go and say you love smoking. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's smoking's. The, it's the same freaking thing. No, this that's this this is what? Okay, Smokin's got the organ solo. Okay, yeah, cool. it's, it, it doesn't <laughs> have that got. organ solo. It has a mad organ solo. There's a madman. Oh, it's great. Yeah, okay, it just feels more like a trip. It, like if you're gonna write a song about smoking, like having a little you know high section is appropriate. Yeah. This song is just 
it's just about a party, and I guess they imply a little bit at the end. Yeah, it's, um, I'm, I'm, it's okay. It's not. It, it, it's not as. But again, just mildly, it's not as iconic as smoking is. But it's still. It's still. Make, I think there's makes more going on in the song overall. Like it keeps your attention more. Uh, I will say I, I and I, and again maybe again maybe it's not as as far as the chorus. Maybe smoking is more of a a radio staple. But I. There's something about just the the notes chosen for how he says how he sings the chorus that just I don't know. It's one of those huge six. It's huge. one of those six that you can't explain it. Or it's, feeling, it's just man, there. I'll never be into feeling satisfied into party. Come on, yeah, yeah, Mark. Oh, it's yeah. like it's it's but Mark. It's like the more positive version of what you were saying as far as the whole sneaky thing, where that's a negative, where you can't explain why it's sneaky. Well, that's the reason why we like this song. That's the same. I I don't know why. I just. Yeah, it's there's, like you've been caught under a spell here. Yeah, it, it, there's um, yeah, there's some there. It, it's, yeah, it's 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 like the, the end of this yeah. song. Uh, I want to point out uh, this the close I will, here. I will say the get the. That did remind me a little I, bit I of Brent Michaels that. a little bit. Okay, so I will say I, that's, yeah. the, oh, no, wait, wait, that's, that's the one part I don't like about this song. Get that yeah. out of party. I'm like, all right, all right, you didn't need that. I heard that, and I was like, what is that from? And I doubt there's any link between these two, but being that we are all fans of this band, I finally figured out. I've got to play it. It's even in the same key, which maybe helped me link it. Uh, this is the end of this song. Oh. Oh, yeah. Whoa. That's the end of okay. Get Up by Van Halen. I'm yeah. sorry. I can tell you which party I'm going to. Not the dorky Boston party where we're going to talk shop with Tom. I'm sorry, but that's eight years down the road. They had yeah. Boston to go off of. I know, I know. But that, wow, how much butt did that kick from the vocals? Yeah, there's no denying how good that ending is. Wasn't that uh, the one song that I got rid of too on that album? <laughs> I think I might need to go back and change my score. Something, it's a good. Album. <laughs> I got to change my score. Uh, I I didn't hear the opening to this uh, discussion just because of technical difficulties. But Same as last song. It, it was yeah, just, just like me, it, and Cr- me and Chris saying that it was the it's a better version of Smokin' and that the song the riff makes you want to pick up the guitar. You know what? I, I'm not a big fan of this song. Why? Uh, is it the lyrical content? It, it, yes. So yes, what? it is. What party. do you hate life or something? Oh, it's yeah. a part, and then it's the whole thing of the, like the, I don't know, just the whole trying to get with a girl thing is just like it's just cringy to but me. But is that what I, you're going to Boston for? No. Then why going even for the hooks. You're going for the. You're going for the saccharine. Yeah, but this is almost. That's where they could be this better. Is, is, this is almost too on the nose. It's like if Poison wrote a a song called Party. Everybody knows Poison is a party band, but if they wrote a song that's like "Let's Have a Party," it would be stupid. And it's just, <laughs> let's it's have just, a party. Poison is already on the edge, party, of, yeah. you know, uh, uh, believability as it is in terms of like being a 
a party rock band or just kind of doing it because that's what everyone else did. Yeah. I just um, don't find I don't find Boston to be a party rock band. No, they should have embraced the irony. Yeah, of that, yeah. This is I'm not, said, I'm not I'm not saying I focused on the yeah on what he was. I just liked how yeah the, the flow of the song and just yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I Richard will, Wright. I will taught agree. them how I, to do it. Here, here. You don't I, know I what will, you're doing with the groupie. You write a song about. I'm a British gentleman. I don't know what to do with this. It's kind of it's kind of a cheesy topic. And like I said, the get down and party. At the end is a little lame, but musically, come on, earworms. It's, it's, it's yes, earworms it, are there. And it's then like I pause, smoking the is song. better. No. I pause the song. It, it's true. The earworms are there, and then I pause the song, and I see the little thumbnail of old Tom Schultz playing his Gibson Les Paul too high with the cargo shorts on, and I just can't <laughs> take it anymore. It's, it's, it's like. <laughs> It's uh, I gotta criticize something on this album. They've they've been going yeah. strong until now, and this has always been the one where you just you kind of look around as you play it at max volume volume around the house. Like, is this a little bit too cheesy? Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Other people to feel are self-conscious <laughs> about my public playing I'll of say, this song. I'll say, pick up the guitar, crank up the Rockman, and play along to this song, and uh, I think your opinions will be different because it's just a treat the whole way through. <laughs> It just but, totally uh, this is the one though out of all the Boston songs you go to this one to play along. It's great. It's a, a, a fantastic guitar. Well, I'll, I'll, have I'll have both of them and I'll be ecstatic. You know, it's funny. Who who talked about? Yeah, it was that you, Mark, that mentioned it. Uh, the, the or was that you, Kevin, with the, le- the high Les Paul and the cargo shorts? Look, I don't look, know why. Yes. Smoke. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know why. I have this defend... image of like Steve Howe with uh, with uh, with uh, cargo shorts. Yeah, <laughs> Steve Howe trying to write a song about partying. That's just, not far away from where we are. I just don't get how you necessarily defend smoking outside. Of the keyboard solo. The smoking I mean, is a stronger said, song. That's all I'm going to give it. But I'm not going to say I don't enjoy it. You said yourself it's yeah. kind of ripping off ZZ Top. At least this one has a little bit smoking more uniqueness. Smoking has more energy, I feel. That's no, yeah, I agree the with organ that. solo yeah, is the still, centerpiece yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, Party's the song. Oh. Yeah, when I'm driving, this is where the, where I turn the volume up. Yeah, where it's you like, okay, here You have to be brutally honest. Kevin I didn't... turns it down and hope nobody's looking. Well, one thing I did. I've turned it off because I'm feeling One thing I didn't say on the first episode, and I'm not even just saying this now because you're trashing the song. I, <laughs> I When I was listening to the record on my headphones, Boston LP1, all the way through, I actually dozed off during the smoking uh, keyboard solo. I'm like, is this this a little too long? Like, there was just something about it where it's like it kind of kept going for me. I don't know, but I'm kind of in the middle. Did the harpsichord wake you up? (laughs) It might have. I don't (laughs) remember. When has the answer to that question ever been yes? We're going to have the back alley with the baseball bats now? uh, I'm not saying this is a bad song, but this is about as thin as it gets. This is is about. As schlock, thin as it's, it gets, it's, it's, it's like that. Schlock. It's like that yeah. that tracing paper where you can see the light behind it. Like this is about as thin as it. And we and we're two songs away from a man I'll never be. That's I will say it, it, it's one of those things where if only they changed the lyrical content, how much better it could have been. Like yes. I think that's like the one thing mm-hmm. you can criticize about this song yeah. is that the is lyrics what I'm and criticizing the, uh, about this song. Well, this is also back to the producer of fifteen songs. Like if this your producer makes you put out 15 songs for him to listen to like this is like song number 14 <laughs> and i hate it's to a, say it and it's but the this, second short oh no i'm sorry the next song this this is know. the only song where brad is credited as a co-writer this is what he he he, yeah, he talks about brad this likes the party i know that's that's my issue here tom kick brad out 
of the, the, the studio. They're doing uh, fine. I don't know. I, I Brad don't just know. needs needs a little more. He gets his thought. one. He gets his one shot per album. This is like when Dream he Theater gives twice. Which, which <laughs> Dream Theater gives John Myung one track per album, and he comes up with like the <laughs> deepest thing he ever can. Tom gives Brad one track per album, and he's too busy smoking a joint, and he's like, I guess I'll write about this. <laughs> I'm just gonna turn in my scratch paper for this one. This like, come on. This this is this is where maybe you could say Tom said this the album is unfinished or not as as but taking more time to come up with a song to fill in the hole here. I don't know. This is it, it's filler. I don't know. It's filler to me. I, uh, yeah, I, I almost I, I I guess I get that. Like I I'm sure they're like well smoking worked on album one. Let's give them smoking part two, but just make the music just a little bit more up tempo. And it's like, well, I don't know. I almost feel like before this song, I will agree with you. I feel like there's more depth going on. And you almost wish like they could have kept pushing the envelope with the depth. And then they kind of, you know, fall back into this kind of like elementary, like you got to write a song about this. It's like you guys, you guys were moving forward and then you just jump back. Yes. That's, that's, that's the way that. it feels. Not to spoil yeah. where we're going with this record, but first side, I'm happy. I got my money's worth. Second yeah. side, and this band, I, I'm not. Opt- I, I, I've gone from, I don't know. I, make, I think of it like it's like almost like a, a football game or something. Like a football season. You know, this is gonna sound weird to the people in, uh, you know, our international audience. A football game is six. Our football season is 16 games, and every no, game means something. And you know, like you've gotten halfway <laughs> through the season, you're like this team might be pretty good, and then you get to the end of the season, it's like, why did I ever think that? <laughs> That's, that's kind of where we're going with this. Start record. off the season seven and one and finish. Yeah, th- 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 that's what exactly they started off seven and one on the on side one, and, and all of a sudden they're on a losing streak with me. They were starting uh, to, like all of a sudden the coach went to the hot seat. We got the producer on the hot seat. The fist is, fight's about to break out. All I gotta say is that if there's a song on third stage that's like called four twenty or something, I'm out. Yeah. I am out, and Brad can be out with it. I'll just so. say they tried. Maybe they tried getting a little deeper with Cooley Engines, and boy, do I hate that song. A little preview for that. <laughs> That's like the one song I like off the next record, but also I only know two songs off songs, of it. Yeah. So I, I, that I could change. Next yeah. record opens with a ballad that tells you yeah. all you need to know. Uh, <laughs> let's. I, eight, I spent years. seven years just trying to think about what love meant. <laughs> they just come out with Amanda. <laughs> Oh, let's move when on. When a dork falls in love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put pen to paper and figure that one out. Come on, save your A material, man. Come on, let's, uh, uh, let's This again. is, uh, again, one of those cases where Tom gets to ride around in his Ferrari the way Nick does. We're just giving him some ribbon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tom has the last laugh here. Yeah, let's move <laughs> Maserati. You're listening, Tom. I got, I got something going for me. Yeah. I'm married, are you? And I'm putting cameras in people's bathrooms, that's for yeah. sure. We editing this part oh, geez, out. Right? We're really digging it. <laughs> so now it's getting personal. <laughs> Let's just move used to bad news. I guess Tom is. He's really down in the dumps after the party. Uh, I guess that girl rejected him. Yeah, what's up with that? Party and then used to bad news. Let's let's move on. Uh, Starting at 1 minute and 50 seconds. 
that time. Oh, the record label wants the album this decade. Oh, it's bad news. Again. <laughs> Used to bad news. Yeah, I've got to release something. <laughs> you think you'll wrap up before 1980? Yeah, a deadline is bad think, news. Yeah, I think this is a. Uh, yeah, this is a. Uh, Brad song, isn't it? This is Brad, yeah. yeah this is the uh, sole Brad song, I believe. I would say this is a step up from Let Me Take You Home Tonight. Yeah, but it's a massive step yeah. down from Something About You. Yeah. And I couldn't tell. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell if it was like a masked, because I don't know as far as where t- uh, Tom and Brad's relationship was at this time as far as professionally, uh, whether, because as far as yeah, talk, talking about being abused and yeah, um, yeah, not really understanding as far as where they're yeah where they're going. I mean, uh, maybe I looked a little deeper into it. I don't know if it was more of a. I thought there's yeah. much depth here, but Chris, you're it, really it, bringing me down after the jokes. Now, now I feel bad. Yeah, about <laughs> that. Yeah, I, I don't know. It could have. I, I think more or less. I think it's just a like a generic kind of like I was with a girl and she uh, treated me like garbage, and now I'm gonna write a song about it. I uh, I was trying to find a little bit more. I, mean, I think I was re- reading more in, uh, finding more than than was actually there. Yeah, mm-hmm. or I, 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 I kind of, I, I wanted to look at it as a where, okay, there, Tom has taken over the band, and Brad's just kind of taken in, like, just like, okay, here, sing this, kind of, this is his moment. Uh, yeah, where, yeah, uh, where Tom is that metaphorical. It's like being in a relationship with a girl. Yeah, like it's like you're just treating me like this, and I, yeah, I've kind of headed up to here. <laughs> Maybe not. I'm guess I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna, yeah, just for the positive feeling, I'm gonna go with that. But I don't think that's what that. This is about, I think this is just like, okay, we need a, yeah, it's like, okay, I'm going to, because I know it's going to get, maybe get plays, I'm going to write it just a generic song about relationships, like, like, how many of those have we had to go through at Chris, this point? Chris, you know what that's show? called? What? Filler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> where we are. This is probably my uh, second least favorite on the yeah. song. The ending yeah. of this song has a similar quality, yeah. um, I, I mentioned it before to Alex, but since it's so easy to skip now with the new system we have here, just the ending of Something About You. Have that that thing you do ending the mm. very nineteen fifties sixties pop song just that. Yeah, that's similar. Very, very I mean, clean sixties ending. I mean, you um, can definitely tell they're following the structure of album one, and where I think there's some songs that there's some songs on here that do better in those same spots than LP one, and then as you just proved here. Well, in the seventh spot, we know what we're picking out of the first yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You and I do, Chris. We'll see. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, Mr. Let's, T. Let's, let's close this out with Don't Be Afraid. Uh, we will start this one and right from the top, actually. So all I need to do is hit this.
Well, there's some masterful uh, uh, lyric writing right there. Love woohoo on repeat. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, what, 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 what's that? That's some deep introspective stuff there. Um, but yeah, again, it's it's shown. Chris, it's ugly. he's never it's, met a girl. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so we can see them in the audience. Yeah, so we'll go with that. We'll go with that. That's just as deep as he can go. Yeah, that's just his. Uh, yeah, he thinks that that's what they're into. Yeah, go yelling woohoo. Yeah, this will really get the uh, yeah the panties flying. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> God. Anyway, anyway, um, again we yeah. He tries to brush past it. Sounds like real. Um, where was I? Oh yeah. Um, again we have that dreaded. Uh, and he and he has shown his face before the uh, the dreaded a heavy metal hoedown. That intro. Yeah. I. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. It's, it's cool. I mean, it was, it was again. I guess because we complain. Okay, what's we want something different? They give it to us, and it's like it's <laughs> and kind it of odd. Sucks. Yeah, it's it's a it's a <laughs> little a odd. problem. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, yeah, they. So I don't know. It's like and this begs the question. Do, after listening to this, do we want? Do we want anything different, or do we just want our warm blanket Boston <laughs> that we've come to love and know, like, and just kind of just bask in that formula? Maybe. Oh, here, that's that's the thing with output. That's what output solves. Yeah. Is that yeah. you're more forgiving of the junk that Queen put out because Queen yeah. put out so much good stuff too. And yeah. Boston had to be so perfectionist that they only felt what they put out, they would only put out what, or Tom only yeah. put out what he thought was perfect. And then we're just like, well, we would have read it had more. And then you'd have developed off that and gone somewhere with it. And that would have been greater overall than just trying to put out a perfectionist first album, a perfectionist second right. album. And really, it's not so as perfectionist as you think it might be. Or, hey, you know, hey, whatever. Here's what I've always thought about this song. And. I'll say it's my least favorite song on the album. Okay. And <laughs> Noted. Uh, what I know, what I what I think I've seen is that this is actually an older song that like was I think one of the original demos. Oh, so was it a reject from the first record? Yeah. And, yeah, okay. <laughs> and what I always okay. compare, and I know we've already had a few uh, comparisons to this band already, but this song to me is the uh house of pain it's that old song from like the club days that didn't make the first album and they didn't think it was good enough and then they just tacked it on years later to another album and it sounds like it should be on the first record but they just like 1984 like you're putting like a song from like 1976 or 1977 on your and where I feel like 1984 has this like futuristic 80s ahead of its time sound, and then you tack on like this old whiskey a go go kind of like club first album reject yeah. song, and I'm like, why did they do that? And I feel like that's what this is. Yeah, I mean, there's it's parts just... of it where it's catchy and it's an earworm, but it's like. Yeah. Ah, yeah. It also has, uh, and I'm not sure if uh, if uh, Kirk Hammett got his inspiration from this song uh, at 145. Uh, the, that's a lot of wah for 1978. Oh yeah, yeah I could, remember that. Yeah, if you could, uh, it's it's just like slamming down on it. Right there, I wrote. That's the only note I have for this song. Two o two, nuke it. Yeah. Right there. That is the the, the, the woos on here. 
you're not you know, David the, Lee Roth. Or, or David Jimmy Lee Roth did, did figure this did out. You didn't. Let, let, me, let me tell some baby. Yeah, Jimmy could do that. Yeah, David Lee Roth can do that. Yeah, Brad. Yeah. Yeah. Brett Michaels cannot, can yeah. pull it off. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a that's 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 in a specific not a wheelhouse that is not yeah that, that you know I it's kind of funny with. maybe you cut yeah. this out of the show but uh, I was just kind of curious we're just joking around with Tom and, and has he met a girl before and apparently he was married in 1970 and I'm trying to find information on his his wife now <laughs> I can't find oh any pictures I can't find any rumors I can't find anything. I'm not sure if this person is real. <laughs> I, need to, I need to see a marriage certificate. <laughs> we'll, we'll something, right? Uh, we'll keep that in the outtakes. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I put Michelle Scholes, where is she? Put out an APB. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure this person again. Is there a social security number associated with this person? <laughs> Oh, oh, it's gonna be worth some money, right? Got half of this record. <laughs> Somebody's neighbor is Michelle Scholes, right? Did anybody I, 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 have a, I, I can sense a drop in a, at least a half point or so in Mark's score at the end of the show. Yeah. Because of that, yeah. his ex-wife is real or not? Yeah. It's an invention by the record label. You gotta have it, other people think you're gay. You it. It's the '70s. You gotta have something, right? <laughs> Yeah, we're definitely, uh, we're going to. Oh, man. Yeah, this but, is yeah. a double oh. marker. <laughs> I got a double check. Oh, I'm looking uh, for an obituary. I can't find yeah, it. We'll, we'll have that on our Patreon. Yeah, or, yeah. Anybody, wants, like, to, anybody uh, wants to really. Uh, I feel like we needed to, really. pick, to pick this song up a little bit. I appreciate the comedic timing. <laughs> yeah. After used to bad news, I already checked out. Oh, okay. I heard 202 and I'm done with the record. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not a good, it's not a good closer. I'm sorry. No, it's I, not. I know we, we, we hated let me take you home tonight and I don't think that I hate it's more the as Alex would say the rules of the game uh, that make that one more of a flush for me because I still think let me take you home tonight it's a pretty good closer on an excellent album and it just happens to be the odd one out there and kind of the oddball song um, but this one is is not I don't know I think used to bad news is a better closer it's kind of almost a mysterious closer too it's like Okay, what was the bad news? Like, it, you know, you know, it just almost says that. Where are you going from? What was bad that? Bad news Halen? for the fans. You're not going to get an yeah. album. For what was that? Van Halen. So the last uh, David Lee Roth song. Uh, not house. No, Happy Trails. Was it mm-hmm. Happy Trails? Where it was kind of like, uh, like, is there irony in this? Like, what's what's going on? With this? Like, is this that one. more yeah. more to look into here? Or like, used to bad news would kind of gives you that that closer. You know, Feels it could be like it, yeah. the record label. You better right, prepare for some it. bad news because I'm not going to re- be putting you know, whatever. I really don't mind. Don't be afraid. It's 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 not amazing though. It's it's a very mid tier song. What so I, what I, what, I don't know what I'm gonna do. What a, what a great counter argument for uh, supporting it, Kevin. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've, got, I've got zero okay. support for it. Um, it's mid. it's like one of those things that you always say, Chris. That it, that it gets in your head, and there's sometimes I'm like, there's oh, definitely some hooks for sure. That. Yeah, this is like one the of those lo- songs. But it, when I examine it, yeah, there's not much. Yeah, there. I'm more it, angry that they tried something different and didn't really deliver. This is one of those songs that you'll see on YouTube and you'll read the comments and it'll just be 100% people raving about how this is the most underrated best Boston song and you're like, what? And then you go, yeah, then you go. I am curious on what people It's it's all right, but, you know, it's just got that, you know, just because it isn't popular, people, I don't know. I saw that quite a bit with this record, but, uh. Well, also, I, I feel like if there is that truth to you know we were pressed for time and we wish we had more songs like if you think about it like okay well they're taking an old song from like the first album days 
and they're throwing it on there like me. I mean, they had that with that television politician and the shattered images song, or I think that's what it was called. Like, did they just feel like those weren't good enough? Like, they they had some other songs, and this I is like rather this- heard shattered images than party. I don't even know what shattered images sounds like. <laughs> yeah, but it but sounds like, interesting. But like, don't be afraid. It's like okay, well. Let's just say what they and then like the journey's not really a song in a way. So let's just so like, really kinda, there's six songs. Here's they, the it, it's almost like there's like here's five the and a half, six songs, and now you're like taking reject songs from album one and like hoping that it's just gonna kind of sneak by and pass. It's like <laughs> all right, we got to go to the bin here because we don't have enough. So let's find an old one. Here's the problem. It's that's what you do when you have one point. Zero two songwriters in the band is that you don't have any other ideas people are bringing to the table, and when you have uh, you know other people who might have something they've been kicking around and have been looking for an opportunity, but yes, you dominate. Like think about John Deacon. Let's make the Queen comparison. Yeah. And you know how when there was like maybe a, a lull in Queen, and then John Deacon would just yeah. deliver something. You'd be like like yeah. cool cat, you know, and of course another guy. one bites the dust. And it's like that's that's what you needed in a band. Want, you, you needed somebody to hear. come in. Yeah, I want and, to hear what Fran you know, has got to say. That yeah, maybe he has something to say. <laughs> Apparently, he's the most talented guy in the band. Where's he at? <laughs> he's obviously it's got it's plenty of energy. Yeah, he's headbanging. Apparently, he's yeah. ahead of his time. But that's what but you he's get not when you get a band. He's not showing it where it counts. And if anything, he's embarrassing the band on stage. (laughs) And and if I have to do this one more time and make everyone suffer through the Vinnie Vincent comparison, um, where when you remove Vinnie Vincent from the comparison, the band got popular. And when they turned into Slaughter, and when you heard what Mark Slaughter and Dana Strum had to write, this is going to be the weirdest thing for somebody who has no clue what Vinnie Vincent is. (laughs) But just when you, you, like, what would Boston without Tom Scholes sound like? Would they have been nothing? Or would there be something there that would have added to the overall package and made the band a little bit more interesting in the long run? Well, I give and you. It's about album two, or every. I'm already saying this, so yeah, it's probably because there's eight songs on here, and it's a short album. That, that that's this is where the John Deacons come into play, or the, I'll tell the Dana you Strums what, or whatever. I tell you what, the other guitar player Barry, um, he released a solo album in 1980. Oh with yeah, I know. Sib, yeah, I read about Fran, it. Fran, no, not Fran, but Frid and Brad. So, and I've listened to some of that, so you can go check that out to see what a Tomless Boston sounds like. Hmm. And you can make Well, don't call. leave us hanging. Is is it okay? Is it good? Is it embarrassing? It's it sounds it's, like a Tomless it, Boston. Is it that? Is it that? It's not it's <laughs> yeah. not that or that. It's just Yeah, I, I don't know what to yeah, think. Scotty Pippin lead bulls. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what it's like. Enough to get to the playoffs and get knocked out in the first round. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. So But I, I feel like my point stands that that the the, the band pro- or maybe it's a producer, maybe it's another writer, it's an external writer. It's just one guy can only take something so far. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the questions. I guess this right. is getting longer than album one. Yeah. Lots of lots of side discussion here, but uh, yeah. All right. Everybody got their uh, their buzzers ready. Oh no! Uh, I yeah, do not. I'm been ready. Hey. Okay. Wait, 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 I'm, I'm getting there. Hang on. Let me get the horn app out. All right. <laughs> all right. right. Silent mode off. All right. Here we go. Okay. Fired up. All right. Here we go. We're gonna start with a true or false. Um, all right, true or false? Uh, Tom himself felt the album was too short and needed one more song. Oh, 
was Alex. That was Alex. What? No way! Yeah, that was me. No, it yeah. was not. I heard. Oh, I check the tape. Well, that, that's true. All right, go ahead, Alex. He did feel it was too short and needed one more song. Yeah. thought that was uh, an interesting little tidbit. All right, Alex gets the first one. Try All right. to stop Alex from having two in a row. Especially okay. on his home court with this album. Yeah. All right, uh, question number two. Um, true or false? Uh, Rolling Stone columnist Ken Emerson compared a man I'll never be to Stairway to Heaven. Oh. I think that's smart. Uh, that is false. I remember this. This was Bruce Springsteen. No, I think uh, this was true. Zeppelin. That was true, actually, according to my research. Yeah, that he compared that to Stairway to Heaven. You'll have to find I can't remember. It, it was some article I found. Okay, maybe it was a different record. Was it Ken Emerson? Yeah, look up uh, talking about Boston. Yeah, go. Alright, we'll do some uh, move well, on, says, we'll do some says, live fact checking. It says he, you said a man I'll never be? Uh... Yeah, correct. Yeah, that was that was the. This is where I read it. Super seventy. I remember this website. Uh... Yeah, that was something. Yeah, and I yeah I get yeah I got the citation this too. Is well okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I do see that. Well, I see that on the Wikipedia anyway. If you click on the actual song, yeah. the page for that. Yeah, if, song, if I, if I ever refer to, I always make sure there's a source yeah that I can go back to. Yeah, and I usually read through. There's usually a link. All right. Uh, but I don't. If I if yeah if there's nothing there, I don't use it. Yeah. If there's no. Uh, all right. Uh, so I guess Mark. Uh, Mark is out. It's just. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's see. Okay. Let's, let's see. Can Kevin get one? And we'll, oh, it was here. Steve Simmels from Stereo Review who compared it to Bruce Springsteen. Uh, oh, whoops. Okay. Well, that's that was on you then. <laughs> I, I, I just know too much. Yeah. It's just well, hard, okay, a, too many facts. A, 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 a good aside fact. Okay. No, that's all right. <laughs> um. All right. Let's see. Um, all right, true or false? Uh, used to Bad News is the only song on the record to use Barry Goudreau solely on lead guitar. Hmm. Did anybody beep in? I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to say I've got no clue. So this is a shot in the dark. Going to say true. Yeah, you're correct. Nice. Right. I didn't know that. It's the only song? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. According to the... Uh, uh, and your question was exclusively on lead guitar. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's see. Um, all right, true or false? Uh, Give don't Tom a much-needed break on stage to go solder something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> some people need some drugs. Some people got a little action going on. That Tom's going to go solder. <laughs> he's he's all bummed out about that circuit. He can't play until he gets it figured out. He's thinking about it during the set. Pulling out, pulling out the manual. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Brown M&M's? No, get me a Weller. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, solder. Yeah, yeah that, that one stays in. Yeah, that one, that one was too good. I'm going to get an angry email from him uh, with just a no, copy you're gonna get, of his You better get lawyered up. That's, that's what yeah. I'm saying. You better yeah, get I'll, lawyered up. You're going to get a certified mail. <laughs> all right uh here let's uh, move along here um all right true or false uh don't look back was the first song written for the album chris is pulling out the tough ones that's a dangerous oh. one that's a very dangerous one i see alex reading i see the well, no, 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 no. well that's tricky because 
Mark, uh, Kevin Buzz in once again, not knowing what to do. I'm going to say true. Uh, you are incorrect, actually. Oh. Uh, it was well, the last. It was the last song written. Uh, yeah, for the record. Well, yeah, because well, I was just gonna say because don't be afraid. That's why I thought it was a trick question because don't be afraid is an old song. So that's why I'm like, well, technically that one was written earlier. So. Nah, yeah, what, but what, I, what, what, I, I would think about the album writing sessions. Sure. Like we're gonna go, yeah. Do you? That's do you, fine. You, do you, you've got it, Alex. No, I mean I didn't know that. I didn't know no, that. No, I know, but you got right. the two buys. Well, he only got one right. The only yeah, thing. That's fine. Let's see if you can pass another one. The one question I thought that was coming was the uh, the original album title. I was waiting for that question. Yeah, let's oh. see. Should, let's see. Should I should I pull out a, uh, pull a difficult technical a, 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 a difficult technical he, he, question? He can take it. Yeah, he could he could take it. Let's see. Let's get one all more right. in here. Okay, here we go. We're gonna go with a. Uh, all right, this is a multiple choice. All right, um, let's see how good Alex is with this. I know this is Mark's Achilles heel. All right. Though it reached number one in the states, it only reached what in the UK? And did, uh, I want to see your eyes moving there. Is it? <laughs> is, is it <laughs> look at the camera. Yeah. Is it A nine, B two, C four, or D eight? I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of question is this? How is anybody supposed to know this? And, I know. And, it. and if you want, I'll you you, you can uh, I'll give you a lifeline if you want. I can give you a little hint if you want me to. Yeah. Or do, you, or do you want to be a man? Okay, not going to be a man. No, I Give me a life. All right. Um, okay, it's on the, the lower end of those numbers. Okay. That's kind of what I was thinking. Let's just go with the lowest. Let's say nine. He's correct. You are correct. Oh, wow. There we go. All right. Wow. Which is honestly pretty respectable because yeah. audiences did not necessarily cross over as much right. as you might think they would. So Alex got Alex his, gets uh, the ding, yeah. ding, ding. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the direction was going one way, really, back then. I mean, like Van Halen, Bon Jovi, yeah. like never really is as big and doesn't surprise me. Um, so honestly, nine is pretty good. Um, Chris, I forgot. I I took. I didn't mention it. You always get an extra buy or terminate for the first four records. And did you want to use it last record? Um, let's see. Do I want to use it? In, uh, just, uh, do you want to use it on this one or third no, stage? I, I, uh, oh, that's a good one. Um, I might have to use it on uh, on the first one. Uh, let's see, what do I want to do? Okay, what you that, think about that? Yeah, okay. We'll let's get away. through the yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then after the end of this, you go back and say which one you want to buy. And now, love it or flush it. Okay, tonight's order, Mark, Kev, Chris, and myself opening it up with the title track. Mark, what are we giving it? A solid love. Kev? Same here. Chris? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 huge love. And I will give it a huge love as well. Maybe maybe my the song that really hooked me on to Boston, to be honest. I think... It was this song off that greatest hits. So, uh, all right. Track two, the instrumental, the journey, Mark. As a song, I'll never go back to it as a trilogy or uh, concerto. It's absolutely necessary. So also give it a love. Kev? Yeah, big love for me. Stocks on the rise. Chris? Yeah, one of the few short moments, yeah, where I really enjoyed it, actually. Yeah, for, um, for the vibiness of it. So, yeah, big love. So here's something funny. I really had no idea what to do. I mean, I think I already knew like what song I was going to flush. He's getting rid of this. No, 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 no. 
I was like, what song am I gonna terminate? What what song am I gonna terminate? Like I knew what song I was gonna flush. And then I'm like, because I lo- kind of really do love everything, to be honest. And I'm like, well, do I just like pick the easy option and get rid of the instrumental piece? And then uh, the conversation switched it a little bit. So I'm going to keep it around. I, I love it. I was only going to get rid of it because it was like the non-actual song. As like, you okay. know, that like the, uh, yeah. you know what I mean, the, the, the yeah. cheap shot. So uh, mm-hmm. big love for me on the journey i actually i feel like i it would just i can't hear this any differently it needs to be there uh track three it's easy mark big love for this song and i think alex if you had two buy or you do have two buys um i think i would understand the logic of buying both this one and it's easy just so you can keep them together I feel as like the opener to, to the yeah. show and yeah. I might do that if I had two buys, but uh, only uh, one for me. So big love. That's an g- interesting thing. Okay, so you go to rec- you go to LP one, and you got four play long time slash or four yeah. play slash long time. They separated them here. He's padding the record. Yeah, there's absolutely he's padding. Yeah, with that there one. you go. You can't submit a seven song. Record exec C, like oh, what are you talking about? Six songs. That's an LP. Pull out one of these old demos and. Yeah. Split this out. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, well, here's one other thing I'm going to say. Can we applaud Tom for trying to get sneaky like that and trying to pat the good, it the, out? The good, the good kind of sneaky. The good kind yeah. of sneaky because maybe he, <laughs> maybe he felt television politician and shattered images weren't good. And he was big enough to say, you know what? Those aren't good enough. So I'm going to leave them off instead of trying to put more filler on there. He, he, nah. he let your band in. Give your yeah. band some of the action. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so. it's easy. Uh, who is up on this? Was that Kev? Me. Kev. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, big love for me. Chris? Yeah. Uh, same here. That was a stocks on the rise for me. Nice. Big love for me as well. Track four. Let's get it going. Mark, a man I'll never be. Uh, let's start the buys flying. As much as I am disappointed with this song, sometimes that almost makes it better. Um, as I thought, uh, with my, uh, my hallowed 10 album, uh, the only person who has given a 10 on this show to Pink Floyd's animals, the imperfect perfection, uh, I guess, I don't know what I would call that intentional here, but, uh, I'll always think of that. I'll always have an image of innuendo or made in heaven era, Freddie belting out the, 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 the bridge of this song Buy buy it for me. Okay. All right. I will keep the buys going with a second buy. Raising Chris? the bid over here. Chris? 400. <laughs> um, yeah, I, as much as I appreciate it, I mean, this was definitely the definitive Stocks on the Rise uh, song for me on here. Um, uh, it, 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 yeah, I, I can't give it the buy. Um, yeah, like one of, the, one of the other songs on here. So, uh, yeah, just a big love. It's, it's starting to sound like Chris and I are about to be on the same train here. Uh, this wasn't, I mean, this has always been one of my favorite songs. I knew it was Kev's favorite song. It wasn't my favorite song. Uh, but now it might be. So it's getting a buy. It wasn't the original buy, but Mm. it's even stronger after the discussion. Right. Uh, so I'm glad I have two buys. Let's just say that. All All right. Let's move it on over. Feeling satisfied. Mark. I will say my screenplay is kind of a mess here uh, because I'm just going to go with the playlist idea. I'm going to make the best Boston playlist. 
uh, instead of the screenplay, because uh, A Man I'll Never Be is not really your second act of your film. But anyway, uh, feeling satisfied, flush it. Yikes. Oh. And Cat. I'm definitely keeping this one around. Give me a love. Chris? Oh, this is my buy, actually. Ah, this is the one. Yeah, I, I, yeah. This is the one that tops out just a little bit above Don't Look Back as far as the two big hits, but this one I really do actually enjoy going uh, back to. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this was going to be my first buy, and I was kind of convinced that this might be my favorite Boston song, but that's so tough because then you got something about you. And a man I'll never be is just so epic. It's just, it's up there. It's got to be in the top three. I love this song. So you're giving it a buy? Giving it the buy. All right. All right. Track six, party here. Let's (laughs) let's see what we're doing here, Mark. Yeah, the nukes are flying. (laughs) We're going downhill fast. Kev? BFT by Flush Terminate. Not a direction Uh, you wanted to go in. This party's going to outer space, people. <laughs> <laughs> we nuke the remains. Chris? You know, it's, it's funny. I was going to use yeah, my second buy for this one, but I didn't want to have to deal with the aftermath. Yeah, with the aftermath in the uh, side uh, text discussion later. But uh, yeah, you know what, Mark? You know what I'm going to do? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to buy this. I uh, as much as I enjoyed it there. um what I'm going to do that I'm going to use that second buy on the first album. I'm going to do more than a feeling, which I know is kind of uh, predictable, but uh, that's, that's a huge Nobody song. Nobody bought I still, it. So that's fine. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a huge song. I keep coming back to, I, if I would have known that I probably, if I would have known that I had two, I probably would have done that initially, but uh, so I'm going to do that with party. I'm just going to give a, uh, uh, yeah, huge love for very superficial, shallow reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this is a big love for me. I know yeah. the subject ma- I know the subject matter is maybe a little boring or yeah. uh immature, yeah. but this I think mu- musically musically it's just all about is, the flow. It's all about the music for me. Yeah. It's 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 uh it's a nice ride for me. So, all right. Uh track 7, Brad Delp's second chance at it. What are we giving it, Mark? I I wish I weren't going first on this one. This one is the Chris on the Bowl moment um it's so inferior to something about you you wonder what i'm doing with i don't know uh what was i'll poke it i'll just poke it it gets by it gets by okay all right kev he pushed it in (laughs) nope it's been he a while it. since I've done a silent flush. Yeah, he, he, he poked it into the toilet where Mark just poked yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can yeah. take your bad Get news and flush it. Yeah. Chris? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in between that. Is there anything less than a poke? Yeah, just a wink? <laughs> yeah, or yeah, without Chris, a smile. Chris, mathematically, you need to be flushing and terminating. Well, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Have so. I not fl- have I not flushed anything? No, you have not flushed anything. Oh, wow. Or terminated uh, anything. Yeah, I guess I'll have to flush this then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was easy. I don't think I have to hate. You know, I feel a little bit yeah, bad about when that. It, one, when but... it was all said and done, the flo- the handle got pulled all the same. Yeah. <laughs> the rubber met the road. Yeah. He had no time for this one. Yeah, even though I do like this one more than "Let Me Take You Home Tonight," 
and I still like it. Part of the game, gotta flush this one, so that's what I'm doing. All right, final track. Don't be afraid, Mark. Yeah, don't be afraid to flush it. Let's get it going. <laughs> Keeping them going? Yeah, for that 202 right there is enough. I'm going to be the one person that keeps this song around. Are you? Oh, okay. You All know what right. I was thinking? I, so I was like, when you guys were mentioning that, you're like, I bet you you can go on YouTube and look up this song, and people are going to be like, this is one of the most underrated. And there is a lot of that, actually. And then I saw like a live version of them with Tom with the shorts uh, playing at the <laughs> Greek theater. And I was thinking to myself, you know what? This is going to be one of those songs where I'm going to watch a live version, and it's going to be like, all right, I'm starting to like this song. So I'm kind of expecting that to be the case. But okay. Chris? At least, at least at the moment, yeah, I got to terminate it because I was hoping for something different. And... I realized I never wanted. I, I just wanted. I just wanted all of the same that they've been giving me. Yeah, they just didn't. Uh, they didn't put enough in. Yeah, enough effort, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I guess this technically means that I'm ending the album with party, which is not ideal. Kind of a weird. Used to bad news. Flush is gonna terminate. Okay. All right. Well, then we're so. teeing this one up. It has been interesting so far how we have ended up aligned at different points, you know, where I've agreed with, you know, Kevin completely at one point, disagreed completely on another, agreed with Chris completely, and just, you know, the way these songs connect, uh, I guess he threw enough of the formula in the bag to where there was something for everyone at every moment. Every song was loved at one point in this record. And I feel like I was a bit contrarian being the last one to go at the intro, um, and just how everybody was very positive about this album. And I just felt like, yeah, I don't know, the back half just is really in the camp of more of the same, but it sucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, not that far. I've already reiterated myself several times, but it's really not as bad as uh, as, as that goes. So I'm going to go up a full point to a 6.5 and feel pretty comfortable there wow, um, okay. with, with that. Anybody else got any adjustments to make um i think i'll stick at a seven i wasn't sure if i should drop a half point or not yeah just with some of you know, kind of analyzing more of the uh complaints i had but uh it's still enjoyable yeah i'll probably come back to this record yeah yeah so I'll, alex I'll, is I'll nostalgia carrying the nine yeah you. i i i still, still love it apologetic <laughs> yeah I, I, I totally it's right. it happens to everybody i totally understand <laughs> your guys's points on like the strength of it but it's it's just like again it's just more the experience and when i found it and the fact that it's not overplayed in my mind and it's still fresh to me a lot of times so yeah. well it's a, you you and chris will disagree with me but i feel like i can pinpoint the moment where you knew boston was not going any further and it's feeling satisfied for me. I know, you know, you and Chris greatly disagree with that, but then we'll, uh, you know, Kevin will agree with me on party. And then, you know, by the end of the record, it's just, you know, it's it for me, it's a turning point. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, you know, you're I'm not going to get anything more out of Boston. I'm sticking with an eight because, uh, I'd like this to be the first time in the discography. We go from an eight to a two. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's I, two I, songs named after woman on this one. I it could say, you be any more about, typically 80s. It's about to get interesting because I feel like, okay, well, all of us 
have had our history with the first two records. We've discussed mm-hmm. it about our love for these first two records way before this podcast was even a thing. So we we knew we were going to be aligned. It's open season now. Yeah. <laughs> Uncharted waters. Uncharted ahead. waters. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know we're stopping at the island of Amanda, and yeah. we're going to cool the engines a bit. That's all I know. I will say that is all I know. Oh, look. Fran gets his first writing credit. (laughs) We'll see. My bold (laughs) statement to introduce something else from the band. We'll see how that holds up. There's even an instrumental written by somebody else. (laughs) The original drummer. 36 seconds long. Is that really necessary? Or is Tom padding the album again? Oh, well, you got 10 tracks, 36 minutes. So yeah, a little bit, uh, and six years to write it. Uh, hey, we've I, got we've got oh. a song, the launch that's got three sections: A countdown, B ignition, C third stage separation. It's only two minutes long. <laughs> Each section <laughs> isn't even clocking a minute. Yeah, that guy's uh, done. It's almost like the guy's done with the band. I don't know. The guy's too busy in the courtroom. Like, yeah, he just found was... his calling is there instead of the studio. And I'll be honest, though, I'm very interested. I'm 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 looking forward to it. Let's just say, like, I'll be. I already know I've gotten my disappointment out of the way that I am not going to get an incredible, like, you know, you know, '80s ballad that I would love. You know, a a rough boy or a. uh, I know, but you know, it's like I know we're not getting a rough boy. Yeah, we're not getting a a, a a ZZ Top rough boy on these. On these next four records, am I going to find a deep cut and be like, you know what? I'm glad I listened to this. That's what I'm hoping for. Probably we'll going it, to. It'll be on the, uh, the Frontiers know. record. Hey, yeah, at, that'll least, be the, yeah. at least yeah. next <laughs> album was mastered by Bob Ludwig. There you go. That's, that's, it's the, it's got that's, one. that's the same <laughs> grace. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I know, like an I don't want to live without your love. That's not coming. Yeah. I know it's, it's it's the dorkiest Chicago song to like, but oh, not, I love that song. I was just listening I, to I Chicago '19. Pretty sure yeah. Dan Huff plays guitar on that, by the way. Yeah, well, he wasn't going to be invited into the studio for Tom. Background um, on Amanda. Amanda was not a real woman. Instead, the name was chosen <laughs> because it flowed well with the lyrics. Not a real woman. Starting to see some similarities there, Tom. <laughs> Tom, what's what's it with you and these questionable women that exist? <laughs> It's a girlfriend in Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's from Canada. You and her. <laughs> uh, it's time to oh, she's always going to be making it appear. She's always on the guest list, but never shows up. Yeah. Uh, she couldn't make it tonight. She had work. She hasn't made it on this whole tour. You're a busy lady. <laughs> Dude, you got money. What's the problem? You can fly you know, it's her funny. out. Yeah. It's like you know, the it's, opposite of Spinal you know, Tap's girl. You know, it's funny. I keep thinking of that scene in uh, Napoleon Dynamite where he's showing, like, who's my girlfriend? And it's like a picture of this really weird-looking, like, 80s she put bad makeup. You remember that? Have you guys seen oh, that? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, his yeah, brother's yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. No, Detroit. no, uh, no. Uh, Napoleon, when he's sitting with um, Pedro on the bleachers, and he's like, "Yeah," he's like, yeah, "This is my girlfriend." He's got that little piece, and it's just like a really bad, like cut out from a magazine. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, it'll be fun. Join us. We will uh, make it worthwhile. We'll do our best to make it worthwhile. Look, look, I, I get it. You, you got what you wanted out of the first two records. You've moved on. Um, but uh, that's what we're here for. We've got, <laughs> got more tracks than we know what to do with. Uh, I cannot believe that there is like 44 more Boston songs to go. Uh, we've only <laughs> gone through 16 so far. But every step of the way, we're there for you. See us next time with Third Stage. <laughs>